You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Keep doing it. Yeah. They try to stop us. Yeah, they've... iTunes they, has written really us tried. several times yeah. asking us to please stop Getting this podcast. so many takedown notices. Yeah. It's all that, uh, it's all that copywritten music. Copyrighted music. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we're two old guys and one, I assume, rather young lady talk about old game. Not really an old game. Uh, an old style game. Extremely, probably the most retro inspired game that we've ever talked about that, on the show. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about Capede. 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 Cuphead. Cuphead. Until we play um, a video game version of Go, the oldest game, <laughs> <laughs> this will be the most retro inspired game that we've played. Uh, but we've brought on just like the the most notorious Cuphead expert, famous. to my knowledge, very famous, famous for her knowledge in Cuphead. <laughs> That's such a lie. <laughs> and, no, oh, she's just being humble. <laughs> she actually co-developed the game. I don't think. <laughs> and and I and I'm going to try my damnedest not to butcher this, so I apologize. I, I yeah, Coco Taniguchi. Oh, that was so good. So good. Oh. That was good. I was close. Okay. Oh, you're a good boy. That was so good. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We practiced that like 10 minutes before we got started. <laughs> yeah, for probably about an hour. <laughs> had to do my line face, living face to get limbered up. <laughs> yeah, we did, we did last name drills. <laughs> All right, try my last name, Tyler. M- 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 close enough. M- <laughs> I'll take it. Mm. Your last name is Holland. Holland. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because Coco, you might, people might know you from Twitch. Correct. Yes. And, uh, I am a variety streamer on Twitch, and Cuphead was actually one of the last games that I played. So um, hopefully it's fresh enough in my mind to, to talk to you guys about it today. Because <laughs> I, I don't know anything really about Twitch outside of the 20 minutes that I watch Dave after <laughs> I have sex at night. <laughs> so... I'm part of your afterglow period. Right. Yeah. You're my, I, you're my refractory period. Yeah, I do like that. I can't that watch you nice. horny, so I've got to get at the cool down. Right. You watch <laughs> me after having sex with your wife. Micah watches me while he poops. So I got both of these things going on. <laughs> so, what? I mean, a variety streamer, does that mean you just stream all sorts of games or anything? Uh, yeah, I, I play a lot of retro games. Uh, lately, I've been on an indie kick, so... I've been, uh, especially platformers and shooters, so uh, Cuphead was sort of easily integrated in, into my current trend of games. So um, I'm excited to talk about it today because I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the experience. As ragey as it was, I enjoyed the experience. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm also going to not try to hide my feelings about this game. Uh, normally I try to keep that to the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some kind of semblance of, uh, suspense, but I love this game to death. This is my, this is, I didn't think this is the perfect Dave game. This is the perfect <laughs> Dave game. And this is my, like, we don't do game of the year or anything like that because we're not, we can you know, this year. 
You want to do it this year? Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's, let's do it. Let's say it right year. now what it is. What's the game of the year this year? Game of, oh, does, is it just games that we've done on the show? I hope that's the case. Yeah, sure. Cuphead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever justifies it being Cuphead is what we're doing. It's pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I love this game. Um, it is amazing. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, it's it's just the best. It's just the best game. <laughs> well, let's see. Before before we start off, I'm your beard host, Tyler. And we were talking about intros. And yeah. I was like, well. We do since, have a bunch of meat. Since, since we're eat. having a, yeah, a remote <laughs> guest host, maybe we shouldn't eat all the weird meat that Link sent us. <laughs> right. So, and you had the idea. So, to talk about, I mean, this is heavily drawn from cartoons. That's a pun. I like it. Yeah. You made a funny yeah. Master Splinter I style. I didn't even mean it. Yeah, I didn't even it's mean great. To do that. Poet, I didn't know it. I know. Yeah. So let's talk about cartoons. Yeah, just for a little bit. Uh, I mean, I grew up watching a lot of cartoons. Mm -hmm. Um, Cuphead is heavily inspired by cartoons from like the 1930s, like the old uh, Mickey Mouse, the old Tom and Jerry, like kind of that that Mm -hmm. era of Mm -hmm. cartoons, Popeye, stuff like that. So um, that's one of the reasons I love this game so much is because it gives me all these memories of watching all these really old cartoons, like at my grandmother's house, because like old cartoons and my my grandmother, like those like memories like go hand in hand because I remember like waking up early at her house where there's nothing to do uh, and like enjoying watching um, some old like Popeye and stuff with Mm -hmm. her. Do you guys, I mean, do you guys have, like, a favorite cartoon, um, I guess modern or in the past, old school? I mean, I, I, I grew up watching a lot of the Tom and Jerry cartoons, uh, Looney Tunes, you know, things like that. But I'm a big 90s girl, so, like, 90s Nickelodeon cartoons are my jam, and I could watch them over and over and over again. Like, Doug and Hey Arnold and uh, Rugrats, like, all of that that just reminds me of growing up. So. We like to reference uh, Doug about once an episode. Yeah, we're probably oh, good. Awesome. Yeah, make I'm a, in the right place. Make a, make a deep cut Skeeter reference. So bring up some chalky Sudabaker. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big brave dog. Yeah, Because <laughs> I'm also left-handed and wear sweater vests around. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because I, I think I had to list, I remember, I mean, years ago, whenever, like, it was very popular to post your top five of something on Facebook. Yeah, sure. Uh, I remember being asked, like, one was like, top five TV shows. Rocco's Modern Life, right at the top. Oh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yes. uh, the only cartoon I had on my list, which I saw, I, I would still say now, I love it. Uh, is The Critic. Cr- I'm just going to keep guessing. Shit, the critic's still good. Naruto Shippuden. Ah, okay. I still love Naruto. Do you consider that, like, do you separate cartoon and anime? Like, is that, like, is there a separation for you, or is it kind of the same? I, uh, I guess, sort of, like, if you add, if I were to, like, you can only name cartoons, I'm going to include anime. But yeah. if I want to break it down further, I would separate them, like. Yeah. Into, like, a genre, subgenre kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things I love about anime is how it's, like, a reflection of North American animation from like this period, from like the 30s and mm-hmm. stuff. So like that's really cool. There's a really cool like evolution there that you can see. And then like what I love is like we're living a period now where we're seeing like North American animation mimicking Japanese animation or Japanimation mm-hmm. as we uh, <laughs> colloquially call well, it. Well, Av- Avatar, uh, The Last Airbender. Right, sure. Was, you know, that and pl- – because I – shit, I love that in Legend of Korra so fucking much. I haven't seen any of that. Oh, man. And so good. I've heard great things. Especially Korra. So good. But Naruto Shippuden, I'm still watching Boruto, uh, Dragon Ball Super. That is the Borat the version of Naruto? Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> Majutsu. Majutsu. <laughs> 
and then I'm trying to convince Melissa like to watch King of the Hill with me. Oh man, it's all on Hulu now, and I it know. is like it it like completely consumed my Thanksgiving break. <laughs> like it was one of these where it's like, dude, I'm gonna like stream so much over Thanksgiving, and then what happened was I got a cold, and then I saw King of the Hill. All of King of the Hill was on Hulu, and it was like, <laughs> well, I guess this is pretty much my four days. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've got her, we watched like 10 minutes of the first episode. She's like, I do like that they said darn it. <laughs> That's pretty good. King of the Hill is one of those cartoons where it's like, when it was current, I did not get it. And I'm willing to admit <laughs> that. I did not get it. Um, but like now watching it, I'm like, this show is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. So. so, but like, I'm trying to think back, like car- what I would say are cartoon cartoons. Mm-hmm. What What did I enjoy? Uh, and I guess I would have to think, what are the first things I wanted to introduce Kenna to? South Park, naturally. South Park, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, Muppet Babies oh, was yes. the first thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we watched through some of David the Gnome the other day. Yeah. She was interested in that. For how long? Uh, we watched one episode. Oh, she made it through a full she, episode. She made it through. I love David the Gnome, but that is a boring-ass cartoon, unless mm. he, unless he's riding that fox. Yeah. <laughs> unless he's on Swift, that is well, a boring cartoon. Well, I skipped cartoon. ahead and saw yeah. how fucked up it is when it ends. <laughs> right, yeah. Where they just like go into a field and just disappear. <laughs> well, we're dead now. Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, what are the cartoons that I love? Of course, yeah, all the Nicktoons. I'm with Coco. Because uh, I remember watching- Nickelodeon in the 90s was just- the best. It was banging. <laughs> it was banging for real. Like, I didn't get into Hey Arnold uh, because it was like one of those, like, Hey Arnold, SpongeBob, stuff like that. Like, Hey Arnold, Angry I feel Beavers. like. Angry Beavers. I watched a little bit of Angry Beavers, but like, Hey Arnold kind of felt like the tipping point for me where I just kind of like stopped watching Nick Nickelodeon in mm-hmm. general. Uh, I'm. I'm a little bit older than you guys, so it's also like, but it's also one of those where I would like watch, I would secretly watch some cartoons very much like I would secretly watch Power (laughs) Rangers in the morning where it's like, I know that I'm too old for this, but I really don't give a shit because I do, (laughs) I do want to see what happens in this nonsensical plot. I mean, Hey Arnold had like some, that had some dark themes. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. It had some, it had some heavy concepts for sure. <laughs> because it was supposed to have been the a spinoff about Helga was supposed to have been picked up by MTV uh, and just called the Patakis. Really, and it was very it was dark about the where um, Helga's mother, who is an alcoholic, and her father has anger issues that they they finally divorce and kind of take things out on Helga. Like it was supposed to be a very animated my so-called life basically yeah. with with Helga. Hey so, Arnold so. stops being polite yeah. and starts being, being real. real. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Do you know why it fell through? Uh I'm not exactly sure why. I remember I watched like cuz I watched a video about the story breakdown and where it was supposed to go mm-hmm. and concept art for it, but it just kind of petered out. MTV just ended up not picking it up. Did y'all like Ren and Stimpy at all? That's a Nicktoon, but that's like a really early Nicktoon. Like that hit me at the right time because yeah. I was. Very I did, much. yeah. I watched. I watched Ren and Simpy a lot, but I think I was too young to understand how gross it was. <laughs> yeah, oh, I loved it, and that was like the grossness and the fact that it's like my dad and I don't really have a lot of common interests, but for whatever reason, my father. Loved Ren and Stimpy. And it was one of those where it's like, we can talk about Ren and Stimpy. This is great. Your favorite is your favorite character is the horse who says, No, sir, I don't like it. That's wonderful. <laughs> uh, I also was like, I watched it and I liked it, but I was turned off by the grossness of it. Yeah. 
Uh, I do remember having uh, their like stuff. the cassette <laughs> and listening to the cassette of their songs over and over. I didn't know there was a cassette. Oh yeah, Brandon, have, like, Brandon and I both had it. Have like Happy Happy Joy Joy on there. Yep. Probably the log oh, song. Oh my log. god. Yep. <laughs> Powdered Toast Man. Powdered Toast Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, what made me think of Ren and Stimpy is because like they revived Ren and Stimpy on MTV, and you talking about MTV. That feels like it's a better place for the Nickelodeon. It was horrible though. Yeah, and but it, it like, was really raunchy. Yeah, <laughs> it lost a lot of the magic though. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like they kind of like I don't know. It wasn't the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you just let Glass Geek Supo just go, just go nuts. Do what you want to do. Yeah, we've seen some really uh, bizarre uh, <laughs> Glass Geek Supo cartoons the rugrats people like what was that one where the man had like tiny humans tiny he like sent off to like a company and he got sent these tiny humans and yeah. he fell in love with one and doesn't he drown one in semen yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, rug she, it's the creators of rugrats she tries going down on him and he comes and yeah she he just um pulled up the blanket and she's dead that's right so, yeah. because she is the size of a shot glass, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that's, that's a weird thing that done exists. In, done in Rugrats animation, so, yeah. <laughs> what I want to see is that recut with, like, the Rugrats intro, you know, where it has that big, like, splash with the, oh, the, the title. Oh, Ruined Childhood. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the title of the episode, Ruined Childhood. <laughs> Ba-ba. I like the theory that um, Tommy is dead and that this is all in Angelica's head. <laughs> That it's her trying to cope with the death of her cousin that she witnessed. That's oh, why wow. she, that's why the babies like can talk and stuff. That's why yeah. she's the only one that can understand them, mm. and they all, like kind of go to her, and she kind of just gets to be bratty to them. Like, yeah. So all that's right. that's 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 the dark cartoon theory I read about. Rugrats. I like I like dark cartoon theories. <laughs> that's your YouTube channel. Oh, Dark shit, cartoon theory. There you go. Not me, you. <laughs> it's all you. No, we we you and I <laughs> would totally do that. Oh man. Do you like any of the classic cartoons? Like, uh, I mean, like, I really watch more 90s cartoons than anything. But, I mean, like, as far as, like, the old stuff goes, like, any, like, the old Disney stuff or anything like that? Coco, you? I was more of a Tom and Jerry fan. That was That's what resonates with me the most, I think. So, not so much the old Disney stuff, but, but Tom and Jerry and Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. I feel, resonated with me a lot when I was younger. That Donald Duck, though. That Donald Duck was my favorite. Okay. The Donald, Donald Duck, Duck. Where he gets mad. Like, just, I don't know. For some reason as a kid, seeing Donald just get furious uh, was hilarious <laughs> to me. Well, there's the Donald Duck, the the cartoon where he gets these throat pills that make him actually Sing? talk clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, he becomes like... Like, he's got the sweet, like, baritone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his, how desperate he is as he runs out and like drops the last one as he's about to make some important sale. And yeah, his life just falls down. <laughs> on, on so quick question, Donald Duck versus Daffy Duck. Um, not, I'm not talking about quality, but like in an actual physical throwdown, uh, who comes out on top? No, they can't tag Donald. anyone in. Donald, you're going Donald, Coco? I say Donald. See, I say Donald. He's a uh, sailor. You know he's he, you know he's been in a few scraps. There's old comics where he murders Goofy. So <laughs> wait, is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he murders Goofy? Go- Goofy accidentally they're fishing Goofy is fishing at the dock and Donald is standing behind them. And whenever Goofy reels in a fish, he accidentally hits him with the fish. Oh, that's manslaughter. So so whenever Goofy's not looking <laughs> that's dog slaughter. Uh Donald <laughs> Ties him to an anchor and throws it off oh, the dock. Oh, no, that's murder. Okay, yeah, that's murder. Oops. 
So wait, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Goofy hit accidentally hits Donald. Yes. Yeah. See, that's why With Donald's the, the best. And it man. pisses off Donald, yeah. so he he kills him by drowning him alive. Donald's <laughs> the best because he's cold, calculated murderer. See, but I've also seen Daffy take multiple shotgun blasts to the face. Yeah. He's fine. And he does have a trick that he can only do once. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good one. Yeah, I think uh, Daffy's probably to put it in to compare it to an, a cartoon you mentioned earlier. I think Daffy's probably the Naruto of the. <laughs> if we're gonna do like a cartoon parallel, a duck parallel to Naruto, uh-huh, Naruto yeah. characters, uh, Daffy is probably the Naruto because he can just take a punishment. He's not gonna <laughs> yeah. get your. He's not gonna get Donald right off the bat, uh, but he'll get there eventually. I just I want to say Donald because uh, I just imagine um, that he has it in him. Like he mm-hmm. has, he has it in him. He's willing to break Daffy. He's willing to go the, yeah, he's going to, he, he's not, have no mercy. And he has a rich there's uncle. A certain, there's yeah, a certain true. sass a- about Donald too. That just, it just makes me feel like he would, he would just dominate. I don't know. I just a feeling I get. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. I, I think if, I think if we could determine whether or not Daffy could be killed, I think that's the, I think that's the, the crux. Well, I don't know of, I don't know if Daffy having a love interest but Donald does. So yeah, Donald, has, he has a weakness that Daffy could exploit. That is true. If Daffy wanted to get all like mafioso on yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, like Donald's got a job too. So I mean, Daffy, there's a lot of things Daffy could exploit. Mm-hmm. As far as it, there Daffy, are so many variables yeah. that we can think of. <laughs> I think the only job Daffy's had is like what? Private investigator? <laughs> yeah. well, no, he was a space captain. He's got oh, that. that's right. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. What is that called? Uh, Duck Dodgers? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Duck Dodgers. <laughs> Uh, I watched a shit ton of Roadrunner and Coyote cartoons. Yeah, me too. Until I played the NES game, and then I was like, mm, I need to reevaluate yeah, whether I, I like this. I was very pissed off about that, too. Yeah, it's a bad game. <laughs> Am I the only one that hated the Roadrunner? I feel like I'm one of the only people out there that couldn't stand the Roadrunner. No. I felt so bad for I, Wiley I Coyote, always. It's not just you. I just... I wanted him to win so bad. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the message of that cartoon is not very good. The message of that is sometimes no matter how hard you try, Mm -hmm. you're not going to get that (laughs) Roadrunner. Which, I mean, I guess is a true message. It's just not a really, I don't know, positive message. The aristocracy will always beat you no matter (laughs) how hard you try. Right. That silver spoon bird motherfucker. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, no, I never really thought about that, but you're right. Wiley Coyote, the Coyote it's and It's really a tale of the proletariat, the bourgeoisie. Right? Yeah, exactly. Really what, yeah, <laughs> man, they were they were hitting it on all cylinders. Uh, I always liked the villains. Like, and I like the Disney movies as a kid. I like the villains better than the heroes. I always thought they were more interesting. I think the to- I think that changed for me probably around like Little Mermaid. Um, and definitely Lion King because Lion King was one of those where it's like, I do like these hyenas, but Scar is a dick. (laughs) (laughs) There was, I'd seen on Reddit that, um, one of the plans to have an additional kingdom at Disney was to have the dark kingdom. That was all about the villains. They were trying to get people. That would be awesome though. Mm -hmm. They were trying to get people like me. That's a great idea. That is a wonderful idea. I would, I have... I have gone on the record and thought, like, Nikki and I have had conversations where it's like, we're not going to Disney like ever, right? Because it's like super expensive and I'm not really interested in going for a third time. (laughs) And uh, she agreed. We'll see how that goes when Henry's like, I don't know, six or seven. Mm -hmm. But like, man, if they enter that, like, they introduce that dark kingdom or whatever. I would like, change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. From going, I, I don't want to go back to Disney, but I would go back to Universal. I very much like Universal. I haven't been there in a long time. I loved Universal. Why, why Universal? 
Uh, I because I get Disney is kid geared toward kids. I get that, but even even my kids prefer Universal over Disney. Even Kenna, even the youngest. Kenna. Okay. Yeah, I asked Kenna what her favorite part was, and she's like, "Yeah, Universal." So, well, there you go. Universal. I just felt there was. It's a. I felt like it was a nicer park. Uh, I feel like the rides were more entertaining. Although I will say, there's more and more simulation rides popping up. And I don't like that. That's just the ones that just kind of you sit down in a room and a then the chairs like comes bumpy up around and the and chairs. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, not actual practical. Like the Simpsons roller coaster is a roller coaster simulation. Yeah, which I think is sort of bullshit. Like I kind of get it because it's like animated, right? Like that'd be kind of tough, I guess, to do a really good like physical roller coaster mm-hmm. with animated characters. Yeah, I mean, but if you look at Disneyland, does that though? Yeah, that you know? is true. I mean, I mean, it's it seems like the lazy theme park to yeah. me. <laughs> Because I only went to um, Magic Kingdom and what was it? I went to the next day. I didn't go to Epcot or Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I, so I, I haven't been to all of Disney. Epcot, I did not like Epcot when I went as a Hollywood, kid. Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. Those are the two I went to. Um, half of Hollywood Studios was closed down for stuff that was happening. Yeah. Uh, but and honestly, none of it, nothing I went on at Disney was as good as the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. At Universal. Yeah, I've heard that's pretty great. Like it was, it was really the roller coaster. And you're that into was that. There. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I you're into it. So, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Universal. I was uh, I was bummed out when I went as a kid because the one thing I wanted to do at Universal was broken, and it's because it's always broken, and that was the Jaws ride. Oh man, I want to do that Jaws ride. Mm. Like that was like the big thing we were driving down there, and it's like you know pre-internet, so it's not like I could look up and be like, oh, Jaws ride is broken. Like we're in this long car ride the entire time. I'm like, man, this Jaws ride is gonna be sweet. <laughs> I can't wait. So I guess like if, if the kids really want to go back to Disney, I'd go back to Disney. But if I'm going for a you know for me to have as much fun as they do, then I'm going to Universal. Yeah, yeah. It's very much geared for kids. Although the the one. Um, the frozen sing along wherever Elsa comes out and like they actually project mist and bubbles and shit into the audience as she weaves her magic. That was that was good. That was yeah. interesting. But do you like any um do you like any like new cartoons? Like new cartoons that are like current. Like the the reason I think about it is because we're talking about villains and one of Henry's favorite cartoons right now is I know Kenna likes it too, is true. Yeah, true in the Rainbow Kingdom. True in the Rainbow Kingdom. And it's like what I think is great about this show, I was thinking about it the other day when he was watching it. Um it's like there aren't really any villains in that show. Like they make that show like mm-hmm. really entertaining without like really having any like real evil it's just like problems they're just solving problems they're not like fighting anybody it's just like here's a problem let's solve it with magic and wishes but we'll downplay that part <laughs> i mean that's how uh shimmer and shine used to be there See, wasn't a villain it was just like oh god can i love shimmer and shine the two it's nick jr two genies um who they're not very good at being genies so when they make wishes things sort of mess up but they have to figure out how to how they're, to still fix it they're really great freaks though yeah, you, oh, not yeah, good yeah. genies, yeah. wonderful if <laughs> But in, when they brought back the, the second or third season, then they changed the formula up, and I I don't like it as much again. It still does. Do they have? Do they still have face on Nick Jr.? No, but man, face. Because <laughs> that was like my man. S- I forgot about face. Uh, <laughs> my sister when when she was probably about three years old, um, I was like fifteen. So. Man, she would like in the summer. I mean, it was just like face all the time, and it's like <laughs> to the point where 
Coco, do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, that's a good I question. totally forgot Nick Jr. existed <laughs> until right this second. And I'm just being flooded with memories right now. Blues Clues? <laughs> were you a Blues Clues girl? I was a Blues Clues girl, yes. My sister I was, was a- too. I like Blues Clues, so the, but I will go on the record and say that Little Bear is the worst cartoon in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Little Bear is pretty bad. I, I didn't care for Little Bear. It's not a cartoon, but Gullah Gullah Island. I didn't watch a whole yes. lot of Gullah Gullah Island. Oh my gosh, yes. Although yeah. I think I liked Blue's Clues better. Yeah. I think I, I think that was like my ultimate for sure. But Eureka's Castle, you remember Eureka's Castle? I did, but it, Blue's Clues. Yeah, I did like. Yeah, I mean Blue's Clues. Like I was a little old, but I'd watch it with like cousins and stuff. Uh-huh. So. And then I guess like probably the best Nick Jr. I don't even know. It was probably pre-Nick Jr., but it totally fits in that genre. We've talked about it a bunch of times. We've mentioned it on the show. The Noozles. Yeah. Man, the Noozles. Which is like, I don't even know if that was like, I don't know if that was, I don't know what country that came from. Like, I don't know if that was a, it was like a French cartoon or if it was Australian or if it was Japanese. I I lean toward it being Australian, but. Because they're koala bears. Koalas and then like the big, the crux plot point was their dad exploring Ayers Rock and oh, really? going See, missing. And, I don't even remember that. And like the connection between the Noozles world and Earth yeah. in Ayers Rock. See, you're so much, you get so much deeper into it, like, <laughs> which is wonderful because we, I, I need you mm. and I'm very, I'm, <laughs> I need, I need you, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to our friend anniversary trip to Disney World <laughs> next year. Uh, but here, like, I love that that's your take on it, but my take was like, there's two koalas, one is blue, one is pink, and this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I love, because I love cartoons, but like, for some reason, I also loved it when it took a more serious turn and got kind of gritty. Sure. That's why, like, the last season of Reboot. <sighs> yeah, I never, I never got into Reboot. Um, I mean, it was, it was okay. It was just because it was 3D as a kid. It was like, oh, this is computer yeah. animated. Like, it's different uh, until the end whenever, like, you see Enzo get his eye fucking ripped out. <laughs> so. so he's uh, clearly uh, an analog for Vecna. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I mean, I'm good. I've, this has been wonderful. I'm, I mean, we don't even have to talk about Cuphead if we don't want to. Because I feel like I've talked over you, Coco. Do you I, I do more? feel like I need, I need like an updated list of cartoons to watch now. I feel like I'm super out of the loop at the, like the new, the new up and coming stuff. Do you do any anime? No, I don't. Mm. I get yelled at all the time for that, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you watch Cowboy Bebop and then tell people you've watched that, they'll all back off. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy. <laughs> okay, I'll get on it. I'll get on it right away. <laughs> there's, but that Cowboy Bebop's an old one now, so mm-hmm. I'm sure there's one that's replaced Cowboy Bebop for like you haven't seen like My, My Hero Academia, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is pretty. Not, I think is pretty good. I have not seen one episode of that yet. It's one of those where it's like I feel like it's going to be a long one. You know, yeah. like it's going to be like, like going one piece forever, with right? A thousand and episodes. It is really. It is so much easier for me to be like, oh man, Cowboy Bebop is really good, and there's a very finite amount yeah. of it, and it's yeah. like, like sixteen episodes. Right, you're and done, it, and it's like I can just enjoy it, and I can rewatch it. And I, you know what I mean? It's like, I like, there's, it's like, Dave, you have to watch Naruto Shippuden. It's only 500 episodes. <laughs> right. I mean, you, you need to watch the 250 episodes of Naruto right. first before you're going to understand it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, when I have a, a quarter of a thousand uh, 30 minute blocks in my life, I'll totally But go ahead and finish Dragon Ball first. <laughs> right. And then Dragon Ball Z. Right. Yeah. And then obviously One Piece. We got to do that. Oh, so, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's it's a pretty, lot. Of it's pretty overwhelming. Yeah. All of the, <laughs> I mean, I ask, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, for suggestions around anime, what should I watch? And they start just leaving me lists <laughs> and lists of things. I'm like, you do understand it's probably going to take me 15 years to catch up to this mm-hmm. entire list. Can you quit your so, job? Quit your job. Yeah. Here you go. Here's the list. <laughs> Boss, I've decided to quit my job and dedicate it to watching anime. <laughs> Who needs to see sunlight? Just lock yourself in your room with some blackout <laughs> curtains and just binge watch. I can get behind but, that. Well, you guys want to talk about Cuphead? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Well, Dave, do you hear that? Uh, I do hear that. It sounds like um, the full cast of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, mm. uh, <laughs> which I feel like we do need to mention Who Framed Roger yep. Rabbit, yep. because yep. like, man, talk about like an amazing feat of rights management and licensing, because mm-hmm. it's like, see, Donald Duck and Daffy interacting together, like, dueling pianos, right? Well, so. did you also... the. The artist behind everything in Who Framed Roger Rabbit also had uh, a book, an animation book that the creators of Cuphead used like a Bible. I didn't for know that. how to follow their animation style. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a nice that's a nice tie-in. I like that. Uh, and of course, that that cacophonous sound <laughs> uh, we know ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call. Dave reads from Wikipedia. I mean, that's what you also in Roger Rabbit do have the racist tirade between Daffy Duck and Donald Duck. Right, yeah, exactly. Bring it back. Right, 100%. Okay, guys. Cuphead is a run-and-gun indie video game developed and published by Studio MDHR. Uh, It was first announced in 2014, uh, which I think might not be accurate. I think it was actually announced earlier than that. Wikipedia, get on your shit. Uh, Because I remember, like, watching a teaser video for this, and I think, like, 2012 or something like that, and just being like, this is probably the one, like... Sure, I'm excited about games that come out in, a, in like, a franchise, like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, you know? It's like, well, I'm, I don't love the Final Fantasy franchise anymore, but I'm still, like, really curious to see, like, what's coming out next. Like, this is one of these games, like, much like Goose Game, where it's, like, there's really, like, <laughs> Damn no... right, Goose oh, Game. Oh, God, Goose Game is going to change my life. Uh, but it is, like, one of those... This Cuphead's one of those games where it's, like, oh, man. Like, I saw it and immediately was, like, this game has to happen, and I'm buying it the moment it comes out. Um, so yeah, there's a little pre-gushing. Uh, the game was inspired by the rubber hose style of animation used in cartoons of the 1930s, such as, uh, the work of studios Fleischer and Walt Disney animation, uh, seeking to emulate their subversive and surrealist qualities. Uh, and I feel like we could probably go from there. That's a pretty much a, a good basis. I feel like Wikipedia should say that this game is essentially... Gunstar Heroes meets R-Type meets 1930s animation Mm -hmm. uh, because it very much feels like a lot of like treasure games like Gunstar Heroes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also kind of feel like Run and Gun is not like a really good classification for this game because there are Run and Gun levels. It is 75% bosses, 25% platforming. And those bosses are going to take a really long Mm -hmm. time uh, because it's a boss rush game. But Coco, what was your what was your first introduction into into Cuphead? Um, I actually saw people streaming it and playing it, and usually it's not my type of game. But the art style intrigued me quite a bit. And um, the thing with Cuphead is it doesn't look as difficult as it is when you watch other people play it. So you're like, oh, I got this, and then you go in, you just get blown away by how 
much crap is being thrown at you on yeah. the screen. <laughs> yeah. And they they always add in one extra little mechanic that just takes the entire fight to a new level. So um, I sort of went into it like, yeah, I got this and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> it is a tough game. Um, and I think that's probably like one of its that biggest. That is putting it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I love you know me. You know I love that. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I can sink my teeth into something that looks beautiful and it's going to like it, – it is a, an experience that could – take a very short amount of time but in reality you have to like get really good at that game for it to take a short amount of time like it's a game that you learn and i like that a lot uh and but it's like one of those where um like the game i remember when it came out one of the biggest criticisms was i quote god damn this is hard (laughs) (laughs) that one game reviewer who couldn't make it past the tutorial and gave the game a horrible review (laughs) i don't know that he gave it a horrible review i know that he got like that's like one of those sad cases where like he was not good at a demo because he played that um, he played that at Gamescom in Germany before the game was released and it's like they posted the video and it's one of those where it's like this games journalist was not good at a game and the internet like was really shitty to him like <laughs> writing writing his company being like this man should be fired uh, without like, oh yeah well, he totally should right fuck, without, <laughs> fuck this guy this guy sounds like the worst <laughs> right without like knowing anything about like anything he's written or anything like that. Uh, But I do want to have a link to that video of him playing the game in the show notes because he is like, it, it, it's a 27 minute video and he gets past the tutorial and never finishes another stage. (laughs) It it is one of those where it is like just hilariously frustrating to watch because I mean, he is missing like very easy jumps. Uh, So yeah, it's, it's fun. It's worth, it's worth watching. Because I knew, I never saw previews for this game. I didn't know anything about it until we talked about it. And Dave, you were just like, hey, this game's fucking amazing. Yeah. And I was like, I, what is it? Oh, it's like a super difficult shooter. You probably wouldn't like <laughs> you would, it. You would hate it. Yeah, this is the, you would hate it. Actually, when I was streaming it on Twitch, I can't remember who it was, but uh, I someone said, how far do you think Tyler got in this game? And I was like, I have no idea. Well, I'll find out when we record. Mm-hmm. But what I should have done was I should have started a poll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that big of a bitch. <laughs> How far did you get in the game? I got to the third island. Yeah, that's good. That's really that's, good. Yeah. You're almost done with the game. So, I mean, because I played it, I did quite a bit of it uh, co-op with RCAJ. How is, I'm so glad you played it co-op. How is that? Good. I, cause I love what, the co-op. Everything I've watched actually looks like playing the game co-op looks like it makes the game easier, which is good because I feel like most games, like I just played a bunch of zombies ate my neighbors and like, Mm. it's like, it's one of those games where it's like, man, two players is fun, but it makes this game like really, really hard. Oh, I would think Cuphead would be the opposite. Yeah, I thought it was easier. There's so much shit on the screen already. Why do you want another person flying or jumping around? (laughs) Adding one more element. Yeah. The only thing that got frustrating is was trying to keep each other alive. Because you can revive each other, Uh right? Yep. And I like what was like you're running into bullets and stuff, like trying to revive. It'd be sometimes we do really well and we'd make it through where not neither one of us died, or sometimes it's like we start and immediately one of us would die. Then it's trying to make sure we get the other one back, otherwise we know this run's gonna suck so yeah 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 it would or they'd be we'd be just out of reach trying to parry to get them back oh no i'm not gonna work i'm really glad you guys played that together that's mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. and then melissa came in and she was blown away by it because i mean i had i came in this just knowing oh dave likes this game 
downloaded it on um, Xbox One. And no, I really, I really like this game. I don't love it like you love it, but I do really like oh, this man. game. Oh man, this game is like, I do love this are you, game. Are you thinking about finishing it? Oh, you know, I'll absolutely finish it. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. So far, I have only beaten like three or three, I think, bosses on regular, and everyone else has been on simple. So I'm not close to getting like a good ending. Gotcha. But no, I feel like, I mean, you're going to get, there are two endings in this game. And they depend on a choice that you make at the end of the game. Yeah, I know, I know about that. Okay, I, okay. I made. I watched what I didn't play. I went ahead and watched and saw how to. You know what happens. We should probably talk about the story a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, we haven't really even touched on that. Um, the story is very simple, and I love it. It's so simple that it is literally saying to you barbershop quartet style the moment the game yep. starts. Um, it, it is like the intro of a of a like a Looney Tunes where yeah. you have red background and Cuphead and Mugman. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that like starburst background and they're like standing next to each other swinging. Um, not in a sexual fashion. They're not like, you know, hooking up with each other's uh, cup wives, but they are... <laughs> <laughs> cup swapping. Cup swapping. <laughs> they're not doing that. They're just swinging their arms and stuff. Well, they call it sipping, sorry. They call it sipping. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, uh, essentially the story is, and I love how, like, how thirties it is. Like they took it to like the point where they are cartoon characters in very like dire adult situation, Mm -hmm. but it's also got this like weird bend to it because it's like their whole thing is they lost all their money playing craps at the devil's casino. And instead of the devil killing them, he essentially made them his, he made a deal with them to be his bounty hunters Mm -hmm. to collect on uh, other, other characters debts. Cause what I'd read that it's, um, it was created by two guys, the the Moldenhauer brothers, and they wanted to very much stay away from the tropey stuff, like saving a princess or, mm-hmm. or, or things like that. So that's why they took a darker tent, darker swing based on um, uh, a Fleischer Brothers cartoon uh, called like Swing You Sinners. Oh, I haven't seen that. I, I like the Fleischer the, the Studio The devil stuff. is designed on the devil in that in that cartoon. Uh, the devil in this game, uh, is like cartoonish, obviously, but Mm -hmm. also like a pretty terrible, like a pretty like horrific depiction of the devil Mm -hmm. because he's not like Halloween red devil, pointy horns. And we know that's what Satan really looks like. Right. Of course. Obviously. (laughs) Um, A good Christian boy knows what the devil looks like. Yeah. Right. Come on. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, but like he is this like bestial, like, uh, essentially like. A furry, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's like what Baphomet or whatever. It's what millennials would call the devil. <laughs> he is the millennial <laughs> devil. <laughs> uh, let's see. And I do. I guess I do want to go ahead and make sure before I don't forget that this d- is like to anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The thing that immediately appealed to me when I sat down was like, oh, this is a cool looking cartoon I can play. It is a cartoon <laughs> that you can play. Because this is like... Everyone who I've seen has seen it is blown away by how beautiful this game is. It's all hand drawn, and like that is uh, a thing that you don't really see in modern animation, let alone in video games. So it is, it is a sight to behold. I do think that it does make it difficult. It that, that is part of, a, of why it's a difficult game. And Coco, you kind of mentioned where it's like sometimes it's hard to see. Uh, what's going on because so much stuff is happening. And well, just the level of detail in, in everything. I mean, you have stuff in the foreground too that's right. blocking your path. and um, That stupid train level. <laughs> you just want to watch it. You know, you just want to watch to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And 
it's very distracting. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, but I think it also makes it one of those games that's fun to watch being played. Um, I, and I, I hate to say it because I do think the gameplay is really strong in this game, but if this was just a pixel art, indie, like a pixel art style indie game, I still think it would play really well, but I don't think it's a game that I would want to revisit right. over and over and over again. Because of this style, it will be timelessly charming. Yeah, absolutely. In, in 30 fucking years, yeah. this game is still going to be like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's going to age. It's timeless. Yep. Uh, in the music, I mean, until we can't play it in uh, augmented reality or whatever, mm -hmm. then we're fucked. Yeah. But until then, we're good. The until music, it's ported to brain implant. Right. Yeah. yeah. The music in this game is fantastic as well because it's all like, I'm a sucker. I, I, I am ashamed, but it's like big band is like one of those genres where it's like, yep, it was big in the 90s when I was in high school. And it's like, I don't listen to Cherry Pop and Daddies anymore, or like Royal Crown <laughs> Review. But like, you, what? I know, right? Yeah. I've been lying to you for years. Damn it, Dave. Yeah. I am no longer the president of the. Uh, you have to retool your yeah. Christmas present. Yeah, sorry. Secret Santa, if you're listening. That signed Cherry Pop and Daddies <laughs> poster I paid $2 for on eBay. <laughs> but the music is wonderful. It's all that big band stuff that you would hear in like um, 1930s cartoons, like the Fleischer yeah. stuff. And I mean, the soundtrack is enormous because it's like there is a new song for every level in the game. Mm -hmm. They don't like, they, they reuse some things like the victory, like the fanfare music when you finish a level mm -hmm. and they reuse little things like that. But other than that, I mean, it's all new music on each, on each stage. So that's like what? 30 some odd tracks just mm -hmm. right there. And plenty of, you can also see the references to modern games though in, in its level design. Yeah, absolutely. Like say, okay, what the cro the frogs, ribbit and croaker. Yeah. Are Ken and Ryu. Yeah. They're also, mm. I, I love that, but I think they're all, I think it's also, or I think it's a reference wrapped inside a reference because I think it's also a Battletoads reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because what? And then, because they throw Hadoukens yep. as their attack when they turn into the, um, the the slot machine which Ken and Ryu are known to do uh-huh they do whenever you put them together, that's what their their combo is i hear in super smash brothers ultimate that is like if you one's playing ken the other's playing ryu you can turn into a giant slot machine is ryu like an alternate skin of or ken an alternate of ryu do you know uh yeah, ken is in the game i don't know if they're right. echo fighters i think they are but okay. but yeah that makes sense yeah uh but it is a a tiger in reference to sagat yeah, I didn't even I didn't even put that together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because like, if three tigers show up on the slot mm -hmm. machine, yeah, that's a thing that can happen. And the way, like, what they're one of them will spin like corkscrew across the screen, like M Bison yeah. Psycho Crusher. Yeah, and yeah. There's little. You're touches. blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and also like even in some of the music, because in like one of the run and gun stages with like the carnival one, like that ragtime music very much sounds like Super Mario World like athletic theme. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, really, like, there's like, there are like a few bars in that song where it's like, you are skating very close to copyright infringement, I think. But what is, uh, let's see, and there's the, the, I forget his name, the blue blob that has like the giant punching glove. Goopy Legrand. Go Goopy. Goopy. <laughs> what do you think, Goopy Legrand? Yeah. Like, you say it like I say your last name. It's okay. I, <laughs> I didn't practice that one before. <laughs> Uh, that, that was my bad. <laughs> he is designed off a uh, slime from the Dragon, Dragon Quest, Quest games. Yeah, 
Uh, what else? Uh, Grim Matchstick, that dragon. Yeah. Like they, oh, God, the dragon. that dragon. <laughs> oh, the dragon. He, he took me so long the first time. They're on record saying that that is the dragon from Mega Man. Oh, from Mega that. Man 2? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and there's a stage later in the That's game that, that feels like that Mega Man 2 dragon stage when there's it's one of the running guns and the yes. giant Cyclops is chasing you mm-hmm. and you have to like race it by platforming through the rest of the level. That reminded yep. me a lot of Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. Because it said like the the platforming was inspired by Mega Man. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Uh, there's a sack of fertilizer. It you you fight the carrot and the potato. And yeah, like one of the, the first onion. fights. Yeah, yeah. The bag the the bag of fertilizer is Acme Grow. Oh, I never noticed that. That one that fight was actually supposed to have a radish in it as well, but it got cut. I don't know why, <laughs> but it got cut. Uh, let's see. Oh, and a recent patch that I read. Um, the the flower the giant like uh, flower the with carnation. like carnation yeah cagney yes. carnation cagney carnation the one that has that like real like I guess it's like a rumba or something yeah. like I don't <laughs> yeah. know what the music is or maybe the salsa do, doing his hands yeah doing like the chops that. yeah <laughs> um, at one point he will spit something at you and if it hits you the ski- screen kind of gets blurry touch fuzzy get dizzy touch fuzzy, touch get, fuzzy dizzy. get dizzy oh <laughs> yep. man that's what that's from oh man that's amazing. Uh, there is... Uh, I'm so upset with you guys right now because now I want to go back and replay <laughs> this and putting myself through that torture again just sounds terrible. <laughs> but it's good torture, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> probably one of the most gratifying games I've ever it's, I've ever played. It's in edging in, as a video game. Yeah, so it is. And there's also no. like some like serious cartoon references too because it's like, I think his name is Dr. Cal with the big robot. Like that whole fight, like that, because he's like Doctor Doctor Wiley, right? Yeah. Well, I was gonna take it because like that's a very Fleischer. Like that whole level is very like there's a Superman because the Fleischer Studios did the old the old Superman cartoons, which are amazing. They're really really good. If you haven't if you haven't watched them, you seriously owe yourself to watch mm-hmm. this. They're amazing. Uh, Superman fights a giant robot that is created by a mad scientist. So it's like very much like when I played that level, I was like, this is one hundred percent a nod to that that Superman episode. Because mm-hmm. there, because I saw it re- that that parallels the Superman fight. That that robot also parallels the Iron Giant. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Bender from Futurama. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Oh, Bender. yeah. And the fight where you, uh, the Zeppelin. Yeah. Uh, Hildeberg. Yeah. Yeah. That part of that fight is, was inspired by, what was it? A Contra game where one of the bosses in this Contra game, like Contra Ultimate or something, I hadn't heard of it. Yeah. But at the end, that the boss will form into constellations. The exact same constellations that the Zeppelin does. Oh, really? And it would take the forms of the mm-hmm. constellation that you'd have to fight and shoot and kill. That's cool. So there's another Contra reference in one of the Run and Gun levels where um, there's one really cool level where like sometimes you run on the ceiling, sometimes you run on the floor, mm-hmm. and you can like oh my yeah, goodness, yes. you can hit switches <laughs> and like switch gravity on you. And there are these walls. That are like very much the walls from Contra One, uh, but cartoonified. Mm-hmm. The levels that I saw that I didn't get to, and when I was watching them, I was like, "I'm glad I didn't play these." These levels look so fucking frustrating. Were one the Ghost Train? Yeah, the Ghost Train was a really tough one for me when I first played the game. And the uh, the Beehive. Yeah. 
Oh, both. Yeah. Those, those looked awful, and I didn't want to play them. <laughs> well, the the ghost tra- the thing with the ghost train is that you had an extra element with that platform that you had to parry back and forth. Right. That just created a whole new layer of frustration in that fight. <laughs> so I just, that one was probably, that one was probably one of my hardest fights. I think it was harder than the dragon, actually. Man, that dragon fucked me up the first it took time. took me a long time. Yeah. But you're blowing my mind with the dragon because in, in Mega Man, he has to jump on those platforms to kill the dragon. It's mm-hmm. the same thing in the last phase of that fight. That's just, yeah. just blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 I have to disagree with you, Dave. I think that the, the train boss was just – there was just so much happening in, in that fight. That's a tough one because that is the one – I might be mistaken because when I just recently played through, I pretty much stopped. Um, at my, the six-hour mark, I stopped um, like right before the, the theater fight on Island 3. So I didn't get to fight the train again. But is that, is that the one where there's stuff in the foreground that can totally – mess with you or is that later on where you're fighting king dies no that's later this is the one it's just you have that that platform that you're on and you can move it different areas of the screen depending on which side you parry but then there's also things flying above that are dropping things that are moving your little trolley yes so it's i think that one took me the longest out of all of the fights yeah, that was a difficult one for sure. I really hated and and Artsy AJ agrees with me. And the only thing she's like, make sure you say this on the podcast. It's like, what's that? That Beppy sucks and he needs to be burned alive. Beppy the clown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's one that's one of those <laughs> yeah. fights where like a lot of stuff is happening all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like you'll be fighting him, and then you have you're having to dodge a roller coaster that comes through periodically, and then in that last phase of his, where he spawns these adorable green clown penguins that throw <laughs> baseballs at you, like I mean, it's, uh-huh. yeah, it's yeah, one of those uh-huh. where it's like what? It's one of those surreal moments where it's like, yeah, I mean, I can get on board with this. I but wanted it's... to say like the Pittsburgh Penguins would throw no, but that's hockey. Though, so <laughs> <laughs> hockey pucks would have made more sense. <laughs> I, I think that that fight too was a good introduction to some of the later ones. Like you went into that fight saying, "Oh, this game for me anyway was this game is going to get effing hard." Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "This is the first time where the mechanics were so overwhelming on the screen that I I was like, this this is just an introduction of what's to come." You can you can um, say fucking hard if you want to. You're, <laughs> you're welcome to drop as many as many of those as you want. <laughs> I'm uh, I- I'm trying to behave myself. I'm I'm a guest in your guys's home right now, so. Well, then fucking speak properly, then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was that was my take on on the clown. I thought it was the hardest fight up until that point, but then after that, I was like, that's that's nothing compared to the dragon, the train, the bee. I, yeah. I, I feel like if I were to go back to that fight, I would not have as much trouble with it. I did. <laughs> a fight that I thought was surprisingly easy that I unlocked like an achievement for not getting hit or anything during was uh, the genie. Yeah, the genie was really hard for me the first time, but like the second time through, it was kind of one of those where it was like for some, I think because I fought him so many times that right. I like actually memorized him. Yeah. And it's like there are some like uh, the carnation where it's like I forget what this one does. Kind the of carnation's thing. pattern was a little little odd. Mm. I mean, it took me, again, I didn't have a huge amount of problems. So probably like three or four times that I was able to beat the birdhouse bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I guess I had a little bit of trouble with the 
uh, the candy house, the girl in the candy Man, house. That candy house messes with me, dude, because it is like, okay, so we haven't really talked really in detail how the boss fights typically work. Typically, a boss has multiple phases. So it's like you'll get a boss to it's like and a And you can fight them mark. in any order. Right. You're on a map going through finding different markers where you right. find different bosses. There's an overworld, and um, in order to get from one island to the next, you have to finish all the levels on that island. But the order that you do them in is generally um, whatever you want. Unless sometimes you'll have a thing where if you beat a boss, it unlocks a passageway to mm-hmm. another portion of the map. So there is kind of a sequence, but yeah, for the most part, it's, it's pretty freeform. Uh, most of the bosses in the game, I guess really all of them, uh, have different phases. And you'll get a boss to uh, a certain hidden HP, and then its phase will change, and its mm. pattern will change up, and it'll start doing something different. So because of that, like the game is 100% designed for you to fail. Like It is yeah. designed for you to fail and learn a fight and try to memorize that fight until the point where you can get through it without getting hit three times. Mm-hmm. Because that's how many hit points you have. You have three hit points, which, compared to Contra, very generous. <laughs> well, what was, uh, what was your guys' loadout? What did you typically enjoy as your boosters and your primary weapons and specials? Good question. Because uh, you can have two. I, Go for I it. was huge on the finger gun, just the basic finger gun. I very rarely used any other weapon. What about? I, I couldn't do the charge shot. I felt oh, like no. I was losing DPS because I wouldn't let it charge all the way or I'd wait too long. Or I I did end up using, uh, I forget what it's called. It's it's like the short range. It's the red one. The spread the shot. Short range. Yeah, yeah, I ended up using that towards the later fights, but for the most part, I just used the finger gun almost the entire time. It was just easiest for me. I used I used the pea shooter a lot as well, the finger gun, which is amazing because like Cuphead snaps, and every time he snaps, mm-hmm. he produces a, essentially a, a plasma blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Courtesy of Grandpa Kettle. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and it's so, so it's, they're moonshiners. That's what the theory I read. Okay, so my question that leads into a question. So put a pin in what our loadouts were. Yeah, so sorry. Put this a pin in that. No, no, no. I'm glad you did. What liquid is inside of Cuphead? What's inside his head? Because there's liquid in there. Moonshine. That's what it, I believe. I think it is. I think it is. Mm-hmm. There's a. There's a. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there's a trailer. I don't think this is. I don't think this is actually in the game. But there, in one of the announcement trailers, uh, you do see Cuphead pouring. He has a jug in his hand with three X's on it, and he ah. is pouring it into his head. This is after he makes the deal with the devil. <laughs> so it's like the real like rage moment, I guess. <laughs> Well, it's like uh, in Chip and No Rescue Rangers whenever that robot cat loads the violin video game. <laughs> yeah. into I forgot about that. We didn't that. talk about Rescue Rangers. I know. We, or didn't, talk, we didn't talk about any of the Disney afternoon no, cartoons. Man. Did you watch any Disney I'm learning, afternoon? I'm learning so much from you guys right now about this game. <laughs> that is not it's usually amazing, what all of the knowledge that you guys have about this game. <laughs> now I need to go back and play it. So any You're, future rage with this game I'm blaming it on you too <laughs> You're welcome But you also see Mugman drink out of his head Oh you do? Yeah When does when does that happen? Like it's like the the still animation that before, right before as you're seeing Wallop and he's sitting there like he'll take a sip out of his head and Really? That be it. In in the co-op mode? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Amazing. Cuz that's why um, Does he drink out of the straw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. So that's why Kenneth showed me a YouTube cartoon about them uh, about Mugman, like, have you ever taken a drink out of your head, man? Like, try it, just try it. And I was like, I don't know, just come on, let's do it. And they both try it, like, oh my god, it's so good. And they keep drinking, drinking, drinking until they're out. 
And then they die. <laughs> so, you know, I heard that Marilyn Manson had some of his ribs removed so he could drink out of his straw. He could drink out of his straw. And because what Matt Pat has a game theory about about Cuphead, and you see that they live on an island that looks like it's Grandpa Kettle, and he has like distilling equipment in his house. Uh-huh. So to further enforce that they are illegal moonshiners off hidden in the woods. I mean, it makes sense. You know how I usually hate on game theories and stuff like that, but I mean, that makes sense. Mm. And I mean, there's visual evidence of Cuphead pouring moonshine into his head. I wonder I wonder what the effect Prohibition had on 1930s cartoons. Good question. So did mm. you have where alcohol was vilified like that or probably in some propaganda I would assume yeah. but I don't know that's a really good question but I think that like the whole like alcohol bend and even like there I mean you fight a cigar smoking character like a like a, I think he's actually a giant cigar in the game um and like that is kind of one of those things where it's like that makes it feel authentically 1930s because it's like mm. it's a cartoon and there's alcohol in it, there's gambling in it, there's smoking in it, mm-hmm. all things that we could all do when we were eight years old in the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> because what I heard that another one of the cartoons that it was based off of uh, that was heavily inspired from was a 1936 Japanese propaganda film. Like, I don't know what elements they lift from it, but that was a big... Really? It was one of the, the five cartoons that they drew a lot from. Wow. A lot, like, and I think their their other inspirations were... Uh, I think the one that was drawn he- most heavily from 1930s was that villain with uh, the octopus, the mermaid with the octopus hair. Right. And she was announced really early, because, like, I remember seeing her, like, way before the game came out. Mm-hmm. Her and the Bluto pirate-looking dude. Yeah, God, that fucking guy. <laughs> Oh, that fucking pirate dude. And I love the last phase when the turn is, ah, the villain is actually the boat. The the boat was the boss the entire time. Because that's what whenever I'd play this, and if no matter what, if I just went, Kenna would immediately, Daddy, don't get mad. (laughs) Daddy, it's just a game. It's just a game. Don't get mad. Okay, thank you. Does that work for you? No. No, because you're very different than me. I assume that works for you. Whenever Henry is like that with me, it is like very difficult to like, he just like ups the ups the level of anger. Because that's what would drive me crazy. Like I would like, oh, I get so pissed off at Ryan, my little, like, Coco, that's my little brother for all the inside jokes I'm sure you don't get. Like, um... Like when I say artsy AJ, that is my my stepdaughter whose name I don't say on the show. Any of my, just, generally, generally, and only by accident when I say their real names. <laughs> but whenever we would play video games and I would die, he would go, "Oh, that's the sound of my fucking. That's my fucking trigger right there." It's like nothing would like. I would throw control. Shut the fuck up, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Back to it's what just we... a soda drinking contest in Chrono Trigger. You can beat it. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, that soda drinking contest is rigged. Oh, you got seven beers or yeah. seven orange sodas. <laughs> it's rigged. Going back to the thing we put a pin in. Um, my loadout was typically the pea shooter, and I really like that spread shot too. Uh, but I usually went with the chaser, which is uh, it's a low damage gun, but it uh, homes in on targets. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I felt it was really nice because when I'm fighting a boss that involves a lot of platforming, like that dragon, the the Mega Man 2 dragon, like there are segments where you like really have to platform while you fight him. Watching out those fucking flames that are marching out of his mouth that seemingly jump up out of nowhere. Right. But the game is designed really well because, I mean, they give you, 
I think I feel like they realize there's a lot of stuff happening on the screen. So it's like they do give you audio cues, which is really nice because it's like but by the time I was getting better at the dragon fight, mm-hmm. it was because like I was picking up okay, before the flame jumps, it makes a sound. So when I hear the sound, look down at the flames. Don't even worry about the flames until I hear the sound. Mm. When I hear the sound, look down at the flames, and then depending on which way that flame is facing, I'll kind of get an idea of which way it's going to jump kind of deal. Well, and that's what makes the detailing in this game so amazing are those little teeny tells Mm. that you have to look for for the mechanics because sometimes you can't really see it right away because you're focused on three other things. And so – Sometimes it's an audio tell. Sometimes it's like a small visual tell. But that's like those little details in this game is what makes it for me a good game to a great game, Um, and really tests like the the level of skill for for a gamer. So, um, but yeah, I just remember those stupid little flames that would jump up. That was the hardest part of that fight for me. Yeah, absolutely. Those little guys were the worst. (laughs) (laughs) The little because they look like. Remember when skateboarding was really popular when I was in eighth grade? Everybody wore shirts with like a little flame uh-huh. that looked like that, or a little like drop of water. I don't know. Really, I don't remember anything else about, but those two designs being super popular and having to do with skateboards. I, think, I don't know how or why. I think you're thinking of then. Ma- let me know why. <laughs> what, what if they are? Well, they were the Magic the Gathering brand skateboards. Oh, you just didn't see the yes, little skull. Thank you. you didn't see. The- <laughs> what do you do? I do a skateboard deck. Right. A blue red skateboard deck. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, I think, uh, Coco, you had a really good point where it's like talking about the tells, right? And to that regard, it reminds me of even like Super Punch-Out, where it's like, because essentially Punch-Out and Super Punch-Out, that's a boss, that's a boss rush game. Uh, everyone you yeah. fight is a boss. And it's like there are several phases that you have to go through when you fight the other boxers. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of got its roots even in a game like that. I think it's really cool. I mean, and here, I mean, I feel like the tell for Tadpog fans that I could have enjoyed this game is that I do like big fun boss fights. Yeah. I've said that many times. Like yeah. Whenever a game yeah. doesn't has unsatisfying boss fights, I'm let down by it. This game is one spectacular boss fight after another yeah. with enough running run, run gun levels to keep it interesting and fun and give you kind of a break. Although I had so much trouble with this one uh, running gun stage to where you're inside of a tree with like a woodpecker's coming down. It's like the second one, I think. Yeah, it's God, a hard one. I had so much trouble... I had easier time with later end bosses than I did that fucking stage. Yeah. Because I would get to the very end where I'm jumping <laughs> on those leaves. Yeah. Oh, get yeah. Get to that little mini boss. You have to fight a boss. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's weird. It feel like it varied, like how many times you had to hit him and then uh-huh. the leaves that would come up. And he starts burning your leaves, yeah. destroying your leaves. From More get, times yeah. than not, I would fail my dash. Because uh-huh. you have to dash over to the ledge to yes. finish it, and I would fuck that up and have an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really talked about like the actual mechanics of the game. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. pretty much if you're familiar with Contra or um, I mean, uh, Gunstar Heroes. I mean, you pretty much got it. You, you can duck, you can jump, you can move left to right. Uh, you can fire in eight directions. Uh, you can hold one of the buttons down so you don't move while you're firing. Uh, And you can dash. Uh, Dashing is super important. Uh, As you mentioned, you have to use it in certain points. Mm -hmm. It's like you can't not dash. Uh, You can also parry things. And parrying is super important because um, every time you parry, pretty much anything in the game that's pink, you can parry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although I had to learn anything pink and not just like flashing pink. Some stuff is obviously. Right. Other stuff is not like... 
brightly lit pink. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There were things that surprised me where I accidentally parried it. It's like, oh, I can parry off of this. Like, yeah, then uh, the cake candy stage, like the little pink soldiers that would come out that right. aren't, aren't right. lit up like the others. And they're hard but, to see because they're tiny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and parrying is important because every time you parry something, uh, which is essentially you. Steve Perry. Yeah. You st- every time you Steve Perry something. Every time you Perry <laughs> Mason something, uh, you uh, gain a super meter. And I love how the super meter is represented as playing cards in this game. Like every time uh, you fill up a portion of your meter, you get a playing card that shows up at the bottom of your screen. I think you can get up to five of them. Uh, And once you get five, you can do what's called a super art, uh, which is there are three different super arts. You can Mugman can go horizontal and shoot all of his moonshine mm-hmm. uh, on delicious, an enemy. Delicious brain Oh moonshine. my gosh, it's moonshine. <laughs> I'm so blown away right now. <laughs> uh, another one gives him invincibility. Uh, Didn't care for that one. I, it's it's situational <laughs> because there are I some. Never, I never used it ever. I, I pretty much only use Super Art 1. I'll be honest. Me too. I can't even remember what Super <laughs> Art 3 is. <laughs> I did love those mausoleum levels, though. Yeah, which is all parrying. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, like, uh, I believe it's Lady Chalice, who is going to be a new playable character in the DLC that's coming out in 2019. Oh. It's going to be a high contender. The like, hot one. Yeah, the hot, yeah. The hot, the hot cup. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she is who you're rescuing in those mausoleum. Uh, That's a cup levels. I would fill. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like, um, I mean, that offers a lot of uh, verse game variety as well because it's like, yeah, you do have to. Each island has a mausoleum that you need to complete in order to gain a, a super art, mm-hmm. which is essentially you just parrying off of ghosts. Uh, to stop them from getting to an urn. Yep. <laughs> it's like Missile Command or something. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like pretty simple, uh, but it gets, I mean, challenging. Which, if it wouldn't have come in, come out before, I would have said it's based on Baby Shark because <laughs> you've got the regular ghost, the grandpa ghost, right. the grandma ghost. Yeah. Um, the other thing- I could have, I could have done without, I actually would have been perfectly fine if the game was just a boss rush. Me too. I didn't need the running gun levels or the mausoleum. I mean, I understand why they were there, but I had the most, I enjoyed the game the most when, when I was playing the bosses. Me too. I think at its core, it's definitely a boss rush game. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel like when it was first announced a long time ago, um, it was more, I mean, it feels to me like it was more of a run and gun game. And I feel like it kind of changed over time mm-hmm. and became like a, a more of a boss rush game. Because they changed. Apparently, their their E three E three reception was so warm that they like they put out a second mortgage on their homes and went all in on making it everything that they wanted instead of just they were going to shorten development to get it out. Yeah. But whenever they saw people freak out about it, like oh, okay, well we'll we'll roll the dice and then this. roll the dice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then Microsoft came in. Yep. And funded the the development as well, which is why you can pretty much only play this game on Microsoft Windows, Xbox One, and uh, they did do a Mac release as well, which really uh, surprised me that they did mm-hmm. a Mac release. Um, but it's like, that's a bummer. Is it not on the Switch yet? Nope, Man, and it probably so never will be because Microsoft, I don't know how much they funded, uh, but they okay. funded, I mean, I don't know what kind of deal they made. Like, I don't know if it's a lifetime exclusivity. To Microsoft uh, or not, but this game would be awesome on the Switch. I would buy it again yeah, it in be. a heartbeat. Mm. Um, th- besides guns, you can also buy uh, charms, uh, which kind of modify the 
the rules of the game as well. Uh, did you did you guys have a favorite one that you would use? Extra long. The dash, the invincible dash. <laughs> yeah, oh, invincible smoke dash, bomb. Right. It yeah. saved me so many times. Yeah. I couldn't, yeah. well, I couldn't change it. I was so used to it yep. by the time I was, you know, halfway through the game that I tried doing, you know, the extra hit point. Um, but then I just found that I was just getting hit earlier by not having my dash. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to. I'm going to hang on to that. And I yeah. use that for the entire game. I, I would change it up when there's like, when I'm fighting a boss that didn't require a lot of dodging uh, and I was like almost beating the boss each time, I'd pick up that extra, that extra hit point. Tyler, how about you? Because uh, what, see, I think, what was the, was the chase of the one that was like the spinning discs? Uh, no, the spinning discs is the roundabout. Roundabout. I, I use the roundabout a lot, and uh-huh. then my secondary was the spread shot. I hear the roundabout is really good. I like, really it deals like a roundabout. lot of damage, but I can never, I was never good at it because you have to face the opposite direction of what you want to hit mm-hmm. when you use it. And it's like, that <laughs> so is... So weird. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I just couldn't wrap my head around it. But I mean, I hear from a lot of people that like, that's the one, that's like the one of the highest DPS weapons in the game. Um, and then there's also the lobber, which I didn't use a whole lot. Uh, the lobber is kind of like, it's like a heavy ball that you, that you produce. And instead of going like in a straight horizontal line across the screen, it arcs downward. So it kind of works like the bombs uh, okay. when you're flying the airplane, which we haven't even talked about the airplane levels. Mm-mm. Which I think those are probably my favorite levels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like them. They're they're kind of the same and different at the same time because all the airplane levels are boss levels. You're fighting a boss, but it kind of like you don't have to worry about dashing because you're in an airplane. And this is kind of where it turns into that like R type mm-hmm. kind of kind of game. Um, you don't have to worry about dashing because you can't dash as an airplane. You can make yourself smaller, which I never. I never. You don't do never. it. <laughs> I never did either. Yeah. If if it's gonna be that close, I'm just gonna get the hell out of the way. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're the airplane when you fight the giant bosses, like the mm. genie, uh, like the the giant mad scientist robot, the zeppelin. Yeah, stuff like that. The birdhouse, like yeah. Right. Just, and you eventually get bombs. You start out with the the airplane just being able to shoot bullets mm-hmm. straight ahead, uh, but eventually you can get bombs that that you know arc downward when you shoot them, and they they deal more damage. So I mean, I. To me, like, honestly, that was all the variety that the game needed. I would totally be fine, like, Coco, like you said. Like, I mean, if it was just all boss rushes and they kind of switch between regular on foot and in the air. I I even think that the selection of guns and charms and all that, I I, I just, I didn't even think they needed it all. Yeah, I think it's really nice because you can kind of customize your experience. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it was necessary. And I'm also kind of the one of the, like, I'm the kind of person that I would be interested in doing a run of the game where it's like just using the pea shooter. Because mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh. that's how I like, I mean, I play Mega Man games like that, where it's like, I'm training myself. I last only. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah Mega exactly. Buster, yeah. But, Did you guys find a lot of hidden coins? I mm. found them all. I 100% of the game. Nice. Uh, see, I did not know because they were I just had to. <laughs> <laughs> when I watched I, the playthrough, I, just... I was so pissed off at myself. Like there are hidden coins everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are hidden secrets everywhere too. Like in the second island, you run across a barbershop triplet, mm-hmm. a trio, if you will. Uh, and on that map, you can find the fourth member of their quartet and when you get them all back together you're treated to a bonus track a bonus song they they sing for you like take a break they suggest you take a break <laughs> essentially ness's dad yeah 
So, Coco, did you get the uh, the black and white filter? The black and white filter. Yeah. What do you mean? If you finish the know. game, if you do all the run and gun sections without shooting your gun, um, you get, you know how you get graded at the end of each level? Yes. Which I think is wonderful. I love games where it's like, it tallies everything up and it's like based on how many things you parried, based on the time it took, how much yeah. life you had. I disagree with you on that. <laughs> Saying when I'm struggling through a level, and they're like, yeah, you get a C plus. I'm like, listen, okay. <laughs> I, I beat it. it. Just give me my trophy already. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you get through the running gun stages without shooting at all, your grade is a P for passive. And if you complete all the run and gun stages without shooting your gun, uh, you unlock a black and white mode where you can play the oh, game. Oh, I did not do that. In black and white. I, that's crazy. There's also a two strip mode um, where if you get S rank on all of the levels, you unlock two strip mode. Two strip is essentially Technicolor. So uh, uh. it's like everything, like all the colors are kind of intensified. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Which, which is nice. I mean, it's it's kind of like a it's a, very it's cool, a cool thing that mm-hmm. doesn't really change the gameplay. It's just like it's just a vanity thing. So, what's everyone's favorite boss fight? Ooh, that, oh. <laughs> I really liked. Oh, what's her name? The the candy, the candy one. I know you guys don't like her. No, I thought she was really hard. Uh, her name is Von Bonbon. Which yeah, Kenna, yeah, yeah. Kenna told me Baroness in the war. Von Bonbon. That after after the fact, after they're all saved, that that is Cuphead's girlfriend. Oh yeah, that's, that's what, what that's, Kenna told that's me. That's Kenna Head Cannon. I don't, I don't know if it's real Cannon. She watches oh, yeah. a shit ton <laughs> of YouTube videos about Cuphead. Right, like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it makes it, it possible. I mean, it's possible because like spoilers for the end of the game. It's story light, but if you want to go ahead and skip ahead thirty seconds or whatever, feel free. Um, when you get the good ending of the game. Uh, all of the soul contracts that you've uh, rallied up for the devil mm-hmm. uh, get returned to uh, to the, the the bosses. Hey, Kenna. There was Kenna for a second. I don't need you quite yet. Want <laughs> <laughs> to say hi? No. That's no. A, that's a Henry move right there. Uh, but I, I I the. I just call her the candy lady, but I just liked all like the little mini bosses within that fight. Although I hate the waffle, but other yeah. than that, I thought it's it an was awful waffle. waffle. Yeah, the for awful real. Waffle. <laughs> but I just I thought it was cool. Just you never knew what mechanics you were gonna get, what she was gonna throw at you, and um, I thought I had the most fun I think with that fight. So because what the first time I beat that, I got lucky because there's always. Three, you fight three out of the four mini bosses, right? And they're that. randomized, like yeah, what you get. I didn't get the waffle, yeah. So because the oh, waffle, that is, waffle, because yeah, the the, the gumball machine is nothing. The gumball machine is easy. The uh, jawbreaker, which is one hundred percent a Pac Man reference, <laughs> uh, because he has like a pie slice out of him, yep. and he even moves like like Pac Man, <laughs> and he dies like Pac Man too because he turns into. He, oh, he folds the yeah, opposite way and right. disappears. Um. And then what? There's the candy Dave corn. Dave hates the candy corn. I hate the candy <laughs> corn. Candy corn does. Suck. I hate the candy I'll corn. I'll take candy corn over waffle because he's so big. The candy corn's so big that I always have trouble right, dodging him. If you have the invincibility dodge, it's not a problem. Well, I forget to use it. Is the problem? I <laughs> I, I do have the smoke bomb. The reason I don't like the reason I think the waffle is easier is because I use that chaser gun. So it's like mm-hmm. I can stand on the other side of the screen from the waffle and just hold the fire button down and I don't really have to worry about dodging his mm. waffle explosion. 
Uh, Tyler, who was your favorite boss? Uh, probably just because it was the first one that I beat with Kenna and she went crazy with excitement uh, was uh, the Zeppelin. Whatever I, hmm. he was the, she was the first one I beat on regular mode and got her soul contract. Uh-huh. The giant crescent moon yeah. robot that she was. It's a was. wonderful phase. It's a, it's a yeah, mm-hmm. breathtaking. Um, I really liked, I love King Dice. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out oh. there. I, that, gun, that Gunstar Hero Dave. fight. Uh, it's not so much the fight; it's just the care. Like I love the character King Dice. Yeah, there aren't many lyrics. So much you cosplay as him. That it, I do. Yeah, Bubba Drewski did make me a King Dice mask, uh, which I need to repair because I was an irresponsible mask owner. Uh, but like King Dice, I love the character design. Uh, he is like one of those, and it goes back to me just liking villains. I mean, it's like he's a great villain because he's like. He's the devil's lackey. He's he's the devil's right-hand man. There's a difference. (laughs) He is the Dwight Schrute of of this game. But he's got that, like, pencil-thin mustache, uh, and he's like... He's based off a... Oh, I forget his name. Based off a conductor. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Of of that time period. Huh. The guy guy had also inspired several different characters, not just in their games, but across the spectrum. Really? I didn't know that. I'll have to look it up again to remember. Uh, but I liked I like King Dice, and I like also it's like at the end of every island you have to go through what's called a die house, which is um a, it's kind of like a toad house from Super Mario Brothers three, but instead of it looking like a mushroom, it's a giant six sided die, and you go in there and you're taunted by King Dice. And what I love is like the music that plays when you're in a die house has lyrics about King Dice. And it's like, <laughs> this guy is a big deal because he gets lyrics. So, but the fight itself is very much Gunstar Heroes because it's mm-hmm. like randomized. You yep. play a board game, essentially. You you roll a die and then move those spaces and then whatever you get, uh, you fight. Um, I like his fight, but I'm I honestly I think my favorite is probably um, the rat that you fight, oh. <laughs> where he's like got yeah. this like tin can catapult contraption. And my favorite thing about it is that fight has two twists in it. You fight two phases of this this rat uh, controlling his tin can catapult, and then all of a sudden a cat bursts in. He's a giant cat and eats the rat. You fight the cat who uses ghost rats as like they're firing. It's like what the hell is going on? And it's Tom and Jerry. I know, and I love it. I love it. That was. Uh, that's that's one in one of my top fights for sure. It's a, such a wonderful fight because there's also this like real Kilroy moment because like when you beat the cat, the cat's face falls off and it's revealed that it was actually the rat controlling a giant mechanical cat. Uh, that, <laughs> so it was the rat the whole time. I love it. I love that two twist kind of deal. So. I found King Dice's design is heavily based on Cab Calloway. Cab Calloway from Calloway County. Yep. (laughs) A famous American jazz singer who also appeared in three Betty Boop uh, cartoons with his songs, Minnie the Moocher, Snow White, and The Old Man on the Mountain. Oh, man. No, I did not know that. That's a knowledge bomb. Thank you. There you go. So I need to study Cab Calloway for for sure for the next time I cosplay. Perfect your King Dice. Yeah, King Dice. (laughs) I can't believe you liked that fight, Dave. Oh, it's not its not necessarily the fight. It's more just King Dice. Like that character design. You just design. like the character. Yeah, the character design is marvelous. That I fight think. was I brutal. It. Yeah, the fight is brutal because it's its a whole, it's a gauntlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a, in a yeah. boss rush game, it is a gauntlet of mini bosses. 
Oh man, Tyler, so, who is your favorite? Ze- the, the Zeppelin, Hildeberg. Zeppelin, Hildeberg. Yep. But you didn't. You what? Where did you stop? You didn't do the train. No, I stopped. Um, because the last one I just barely beat, and then put it down and just couldn't go back. Was after I beat Beppy, and that was that was it. Oh, got it. Okay. After after yeah, that, he's, he's I finally like, rude. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he's I just had because I want to go back and beat it. I just need to let that meter build back up. I have a very serious question for both of you. Um, so the devil runs a casino uh, where Di- the king dice is his Dwight Schrute, mm-hmm. and you that's where the whole game kind of starts is by Mugman, uh, a Cuphead and Mugman losing at that casino. What kind of Yelp reviews do you think that the Devil's Casino has? Mm. <laughs> I'm assuming probably pretty bad because it seems like everybody in the world uh, has lost there. Well, if you go there and you lose, yeah. then you're indebted to him. Well, they also get away from him, though, so they do have some free will. They would probably leave a bad review just to taunt him. Yeah, he's not he's point. not going after them. Right, yeah. You know, what's he what's he really doing to them after they lose besides yeah. having their souls? Bad service, too smoky. Yeah. Would took, not go took, again. Took my soul. <laughs> yeah. Manager very rude. Am now giant zeppelin. <laughs> Struggling to find work. Struggling to find work as rat in catapult can. <laughs> um, let's see. I want to know how these bosses got away though. Where as, you know, Cuphead Cuphead had to Go do the the devil's dirty work. How did these other people get away with their souls? That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. I don't. I honestly, Loophole. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yes, I and mean, a lot of them got away. Yeah, and he's like a bunch. Is the devil? He's a only... bad devil. Yeah. He's not good at his job. Yeah. <laughs> is he like um, <laughs> Dispater? He's only powerful in his throne. Like he has to stay in. He's all powerful in his casino. But if he leaves, that's why he sends King Dice out. Yeah, maybe. Although that doesn't look, that doesn't make my boy King Dice look very good. No, he's, he's letting a lot of those debts default. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so mm. the hardest fight in the game, Dave, you think is the dragon? Uh, I don't know. On the the second go through, uh, the train, I didn't think the dragon was that was as bad as he was. I didn't get on my second playthrough. I did not get to the giant robot. My first my first time through, I had so much trouble on that fight that I'm going to stick with that answer and say the, the giant robot. What did which which one did you think was the hardest, Coco? Uh, the train, but Tyler mentioned oh, the right. bee earlier. That looks so uh, frustrating. I'm just remembering the bee, and that last phase just gave me so much trouble. So I think I'm going to stick with the train. But I think the bee gets an honorable mention. You're talking about the phase where the bee reads from her spell book and transforms into a giant plane with into a buzzsaw arm. Into an airplane. Arm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's and has like, that ridiculous arm saw. Oh yeah. It's it is so me every time. It, the game is so damn surreal that it is like it feels so authentic to like the cartoons of that era, man. And it's like even like when the when the devil like looks at Cuphead and like the devil's pupils turn into like a cleaver smashing a, a cup. It's mm. like man, this is like very well done, very very well done. You can tell that they drew a lot of inspiration. It wasn't just something that they either. It wasn't like hey man, you want to put a game together? <laughs> if you lose to the devil, his uh, defeat quote is the same as M. Bison's. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if it, because of like the amount of contracts out there, I'm wondering if Grandpa Kettle didn't owe the devil some uh, some money, so he sent Cuphead, made it, you know, tricked them into going and gambling, yeah. knowing the devil would get them. 
I like to think maybe that, pay back. I think I like to think that maybe Cuphead and Mugman were uh, delivery men, delivery cups, if you will, mm. delivery vessels mm. for oh, moonshine. Take like they're supplying to the devil yeah, to his casino. They're supplying the casino, so they're gonna drink and spend right, more money. Right there, you go. <laughs> I, I think like we that. solved it. I like that. Call Unsolved Mysteries because I want that reward. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that you brought up the fact that you get a quote from the, a boss that mm-hmm. defeats you because on that same screen, uh, I love this. You see there's like this horizontal bar with two dots on it. A dot on the left represents the start of that fight mm-hmm. and the dot on the right uh, is the it represents the end of that fight. And you'll see after you lose, Mugman or uh, uh, Cuphead uh, will run across that line and kind of stop, giving you an idea of how far you got through the fight or how close you yeah. were, how so, so agonizingly close. So you just really close. twist yes. that knife after yeah. you're dead. But it's also it, nice because it's, it's a like, pretty troll move if you think about <laughs> it. You know, because they don't give you they don't give you a health bar during the fight, so you're in anticipation the whole entire time. Okay, when am I going to hit the next phase? Right. How much more? I have one life point <laughs> left. How, how much more do I have to hit this stupid boss to to beat it? And then you know, then you just see how close you really were. And getting a knockout is very satisfying, though, to finally just out of the blue, bam, knockout. Yeah, <laughs> with the announcer and that fucking wonderful warped text that comes up. Oh, man, it's so good. To, to add to uh, that they're full of moonshine, mm-hmm. at the beginning when it says wallop yeah. is a 1930s term for how strong alcohol was. Okay, well, then there oh. it's solved. Yeah, that, yeah, that is solved. Mm. And this game, this game had achievements. Yeah, it did. It did have achievements. So uh, I do have a few achievements that came in from Twitch chat. Awesome. Um, let's see what we got. I picked my favorite ones. <laughs> One of them's... No, I'm not going to spoil anything. All right. First achievement I got is coming from Brooks Arnold. In order to unlock two frogs, one cup... You need to beat Ribby and Croaks in single-player mode. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next one's coming from Choctopus. Uh, two in the pink. And in order to unlock two in the pink, you need to get two parries on any level. Perfect. Uh, okay. <laughs> and the next achievement, I wish had something to do with Stink, but it doesn't. Uh, it is the, the title. of the, There's no title. Actually, the title of this achievement is Taquitos.net. Uh, and in order to unlock taquitos.net, you need to get murdered by a Dorito on the honeybee stage because one of her attacks before she turns into a plane, I kept calling it like, uh, it's like a cosmic Dorito. Cause it's like this nebulous, like black hole looking triangle that's shaped like a Dorito. Uh, cause you know, it's a triangle. Every time I see a triangle, it's like, eh, it's probably a Dorito. <laughs> uh, it fires a blast out of one of its ends and I kept dying to the damn Dorito. So it's like Magus's dark matter only. As yeah, a yeah, it's a Delta. Yeah, it's the, the Delta tech. Uh, I've got a few questions for you, Tyler, if oh, you yeah. feel like we're ready for that. Um, do you have any closing thoughts on the game that yeah. you like to... Coco, do you have anything to say about the game? I, I, not really. I think we pretty much covered it. I thought it was a really enjoy- enjoyable experience. I think that every, every serious gamer should play it, um, whether you're a rager or not. I think that everybody should experience the entire game as far as the art style and the level of detail and and um, just the gameplay. I do think that it's a unique game that will never, ever be able to be replicated. So um, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious to see. Like you said earlier, it's, it's timeless. It's going to go. People are going to be 
this is going to be a retro game that people, you know, 30 years from now are going to say, you have to play this game. Yeah. It's like Wind Waker in that it's just like, at the time, Wind Waker, I feel like, was a questionable decision. But now, looking back, like, Wind Waker is going to be the best-looking Zelda forever. Yeah. You don't think Breath of the Wild? Uh, I can see those graphics aging, but the cartoony yeah. feel of Wind Waker is always going to look good. Yeah. I mean, you know I'm a sucker for pretty much all things animation and like cell shading and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, I think that this game, I agree with you, Coco. Like, uh, I do feel like this is a game that if you like, if you like video games, like if you like your video games to feel like video games, Mm -hmm. um, or if you like animation, uh, or if you like big band music, like these are all really good reasons to check this game out. It is a tough game. You can play it on simple. I don't know how simple simple mode actually is. Like, I don't know if you can see all of the content playing on simple mode. Like, you know, like, I don't know if you get stuck or not. Um, but man, this is like, seriously, I love this game. Like, this is like, this is 100% in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. This is, oh yeah. I mean, I would love to see Ghosts and Goblins get remade <laughs> Cuphead style, you know? <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, do you have any closing thoughts on the game? Uh, just that it's a testament to, and it's not just people like our age. Anyone can really enjoy this game because of co- of all the media Kenna has to consume. Yeah, she can watch True, mm-hmm. La La Loopsies, all that shit on Netflix, and then everything on YouTube. Castlevania, Castlevania. <laughs> she can watch. <laughs> uh, what does she always want to watch? Like over, even over surprise videos and kids opening, you know, toys and she like that she used to love. Probably those Adam Sandler movies, and right? Of course. Yeah. She love, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can't. She can't get enough punch drunk love. Yeah. Kenna C- loves that. The insane. CG Garfield. That's wonderful. It's not. <laughs> but whenever she's here, the first, what she always wants to watch is people playing through Cuphead. Cool. She loves everything with Cuphead. She will watch people on Twitch or on YouTube play through it. She's watched Markiplier play all the way through it. There's another person she loves to watch. She likes the the fan animation and she's obsessed with it. She always wants... Please, Tyler, fanimation. Fanimation. <laughs> she, wants, <laughs> she wants me to play through it. You know, Daddy, please, let's go play, play Cuphead. That's awesome. Like, she loves it. Um, one of the... My favorite things that we've gotten on the show is um, Master Mold Mike Lanham sent us a... a uh, mini, well, I won't say mini, a smaller record, an actual legitimate record that plays the Cuphead soundtrack. Yeah. And I've got my record playing in the living room. We listen to it because it is, it's so good. And to hear it on a record makes it sound even better. Yeah. So that and kind of loves the Cuphead blanket we have. So most of most of Chris, what I get it for Christmas will be a lot of a lot of Cuphead, a lot of Cuphead stuff. stuff. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So I mean, for her to be four and love Cuphead so much, I think that's mm-hmm. it shows there's something special about this game and this animation style and and how it plays. Yeah, and honestly, I think it's a testament to how well the animation in the game works mm-hmm. because I mean it it really does look like you're playing a cartoon. Like yeah, oh, yeah. it really does. I would love to be able to like. Man, you know, there's a lot of cool things you could do with time travel, but it would be really cool to bring someone from the 30s here and be like, all right, first of all, before we leave, put a bunch of money in the bank. (laughs) All of your money. Second of all, let me show you this cartoon that you can play, dog. (laughs) Even when we're not like playing the video game Cuphead, you'll want to play Cuphead. Like she'll get in the floor and act all goofy and crazy like a Cuphead boss. And I have to pretend I'm shooting her and then she'll go <laughs> knockout. I love it. Yeah, that is pretty great. I, I have a question for you, Dave. Yeah. What's up? Um, 
Did you do you remember what your what your death count was after your first playthrough? No, I don't. It was high. Like I know it was really, really high. Because there is like a there's a NPC that is like a pond that you can talk to who will tell you how many times you died. I mean, it was it was very high. Like I I know it was over a hundred. Do you know? What oh, yours was? that's not that bad. <laughs> what was your? I was I was in the three I was in the three hundreds. Yeah, I mean, it, I'll check when I get when I get home. I will I'm check. Curious. Because it's, it, we're probably right about the same amount. Like, I mean, it's, I died a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But you, a lot. you need to. You yeah. have to. Yeah. It's part of the, it's part of the process, I think. See, I'm, I need to go see about that on my co-op game to see how, if it totals Both. all together or separately or, yeah. Yeah. I, I know like when you're, it probably does it separately would be my guess. Just because I know in the overworld map, you control each other. Like you control every, each player controls their own character, mm-hmm. even on the overworld map. So that lends, that makes me believe that each character could individually talk to the pond. There used to be a, a mug, a Mugman glitch to where if Mugman, if you dropped out of the game and dropped and came back in, it would make an additional Mugman on the screen. Really? So you could have an army of one cuphead and like <laughs> 20 Mugmen just walking around filling the area. That's amazing. I love it. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have some important questions for you. And you Have you ever listened to any of our show before, Coco? I have, yes. Okay, so you're slightly familiar. It's about to say because now you're just—I know you're going to love it so much. You're going to have to go back and listen to all 490 <laughs> episodes. Here, here on Tapog, we like to do things a little bit <laughs> really a different. little differently. Yeah. Tyler, yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, because you are our bearded host, mm-hmm. what kind of beard would that be? I would have to give this the 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 curated nice mustache of one Max Fleischer. Excellent. Yeah. Did Cab Calloway have a beard? He had a mustache. <laughs> All right. Did he have glasses? Nope. All right. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would it be? Uh, that would be the golden spectacles of one Dave Flasher. Hey, that's my name. Yeah. Except for Fleischer. <laughs> <laughs> Who together were the biggest influence on the Moldenhauer brothers for the creation of Cuphead. Yeah, and I can see it for sure. Cool, man. Um, I normally would ask you at this point how much you think this game costs on average according to PriceCharting.com, but mm-hmm. uh, this game is pretty much $19.99. <laughs> but from what I've seen on um, is there any deal.com, uh, like it goes on sale. I mean, pretty frequently. Is it strictly so. a digital release? Are there are there any physical copies of Cuphead? I don't. I do not know the answer to that question. Um, and man, I am afraid to find out because if there's a physical <laughs> copy of it, then I mean, yeah. I might want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure the physical copy would probably be it comes Xbox in a One friend style large coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. How how do we not have any Central Perk references on this <laughs> on this episode? Uh, I do friends, have friends fans. <laughs> That's, Shit, yeah. Yeah, that's that's all Tyler. Uh, and uh, we've got a friend of the show. She's been on a few times, Taryn, who, like, she really knows Friends. And she won HQ Trivia, Friends Trivia, the last time it was up. Yeah. Uh, I did not. I played in that game, and I did not do very well. I thought about joining for that, but then you didn't. You would have aced it. Yeah, yeah you'd aced it, I think. Uh, I do have, like, ten more questions. Now, this is for all of us. Uh, Quizmaster Matt uh, Bovine Bear uh, sent us a 10 question. I assume it's 10 question. He sent us a quiz called Boss Rush Quiz. 
All right. Uh, Coco, are you ready? Will you help us with this quiz? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. Okay. Don't be disappointed in me if I'm not very helpful. The, the only way that we would be disappointed is if you Googled the answers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm almost positive Ross was doing when we did our follow-up mm. for DLC episode. <laughs> Just kidding. And that Ben was clearly doing uh, during our Tony Hawk Pro. Oh, game. yeah. That's not even a joke. Yeah, he was doing that. Okay. This one's all about video game bosses. First question. It's done Dave style, so they're not actually questions. The axe behind him is his downfall. That's that's Bowser. That's Bowser. Yeah. Bowser Mario, Super Mario Brothers, if Bowser. we have to be specific. We're good. We're good with Bowser. Okay. Next question. The leader of the Space Pirates in the Metroid series. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's not Kraid. Um, it's the other one. Uh, I don't know that much about Metroid, to be honest. It's not Ridley. Is I've recently it? Ridley. played two Metroid ga- games. I should, I should know this. It does Ridley sound it's right? Ridley. It's Ridley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Coco, what do you? Oh. I, I don't think it's Ridley, but I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> I don't have any other like when I think about Metroid, like that's the that's the boss I think about. Because like, Ridley is the 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 uh, pterodactyl looking one. Yeah, or, yeah, the pterodactyl. Is he the is he the leader? Because I think yeah, I think because I thought it was weird. Like, why is it pterodactyl? Like, but I'm pretty sure it's him. Because then Kraid is the one who gets bigger and bigger as he's in the series. But then the giant like looks like an Ultraman boss with the spikes on his belly. Yeah. Okay, well that's a better guess than what I'd be able to do. So we'll go with that. You want to go? And I think Ridley is even <laughs> in the new Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Then that's probably the reason. That's like the main reason. Like. I know who Ridley is. And Ridley like was responsible for the death of Samus's parents, I think. I didn't know that. I think. So we're... <sighs> See, I'm not I can't I can't argue with Tyler. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I don't I have not played I'm not a Metroid guy. Yeah. Like I've only You're... I've zero mission. Um You're way more a Metroid fusion, guy. That's I am. about it. That's about all I've So done. I'm deferring to you. Okay. Ridley, do you think that's Ridley, okay. final answer. Ridley. We got it. We're two <sighs> it for two. It's Ridley. It's Ridley. All right, here we go. Third question. Wesker unleashes this boss in Resident Evil. Would that be Nemesis? I think it's Tyrant. Is it Tyrant? I think Nemesis isn't until the third one. Coco, are you a, are you a big Resident Evil? I have Evil? no idea. Okay. I, nope. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with Tyrant then because you... Because Tyrant is the boss of the first one. Okay, okay. Then yeah, Tyrant. Logging it in. Or it's not like something weird like Liquor. What does Wesker unleash? (laughs) Rudeness. The girl zombie out of that cabinet. (laughs) All right. Locking it in. Tyrant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry. It's actually actually Tyant. Tyant. (laughs) (laughs) I I believe that's a typo. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give ourselves credit. It's a very tiny ant. (laughs) You don't normally see it, but Ridley, like, not Ridley. What about Wesker? Wesker. He opens the door at the very beginning, like, come on, come on. Yeah. Oh, I like to think it's a Tyler. And that ant makes it to Raccoon City and causes all the destruction. (laughs) All right. Next question. This is in quotes. You will never win. And then another quote. Are you still trying to win? I do not know what those quotes are from. I have no idea. Is that like a psychomantis thing? This is making me feel really dumb. (laughs) That makes me think it's some sort of a fighting game after you lose. Yeah, that's what I initially thought too. But it's weird because it's two separate quotes put together. Like the first quote is, you will never win. The second quote is, are you still trying to win? So that makes you think it's from like something like Punch Out to where they'll say different say, things to you. That sounds like 
one of the, like the quotes after you lose in a punch out match. Yeah. Any guesses what character it might be? It might. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. Is it like bald bull? I mean, I'm trying to think of like, you know, an iconic. Iconic ones like right. Mr. Dream or Mr. Sandman, bald bull. Could be Mike Tyson, doesn't sound like, but. Yeah, I didn't read it in the right voice, so it's definitely not him. <laughs> Are you still trying, you still trying to win? <laughs> <laughs> that was Michael Jackson. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um... I'm. I don't know. I, I honestly. Don't I go. Know. I go with a punch out boss. I think that's a good. Sort. Yeah, I think that's a good direction. It's not King Hippo. Mm-mm. Uh, like for some reason, I want to say like Mr. Sandman. You want to go with Mr. Somebody Sandman? who I know is a little more taciturn. Was it Mr. Sandman or was it Mr. It might be Mr. Dream. Mr. Dream. Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm super punch out guy, not yeah. punch out guy. So maybe Mr. Dream. Oh, all right. I don't know. So let's. You want to lock that one in? Sure. All right. Fuck. Shao Kahn. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> okay. Man, we, All were, right. we were on the right track, though. I mean, it was definitely, you guys got me on that fighting game. It was a fighting thing, game. Yeah. Uh, the, here's like, I, I always thought like Shao Kahn's lines were like, die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got my ass beat when I tried to open up heaven. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> but hell, you know, that was a little better, but yeah. still not great. Kind of easy. Hey, Scorpion. <laughs> yeah. You got to get past the casino. <laughs> Uh, next question, Mega Man 1 boss, his name is a boxing term. Block Man, is that a Mega Man 1 boss? No. Okay, because there's Cut Man, Guts Man. Cut, cut me, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Uh, who are the other? You gotta have Guts to be a boxer, so there's that too. Who are the other Mega Man 1 bosses? It's been a long time. There's since... like Iceman, the one who's wearing like a winter coat. It has been a very long time. I do not know. Cut man, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mega, Mega Man 1 is not my jam, so I don't know. Ask me about any of the others. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Man 1 is the one I don't enjoy very much. I just don't know much about it. I am not helping at all. I am dead weight on this quiz team. Uh, me too. Uh, I'll go with Cutman. Cut that man. sounds fine. I mean, right? I can't think of any others. I mean, I've never, I've never seen a Rocky movie, but I have heard people say things like "Cut me." Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, so <laughs> so Sloan says that. Yeah. Right. So I, I mean, I it's like a, it's like an a- Adrian man. Adrian, you know? yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia man. <laughs> uh, I mean, Cutman. See, Philadelphia man would have an AIDS gun. It's totally, yeah, totally it's different. Tom, Tom totally Hanks, different. Right. Uh, Cutman. I'm a good cut man. Cut man! Nice. We did it. All right. All right. All right, team. Next question. Of the two ghost bosses in Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, this quiz was made for Tyler. <laughs> uh, name the one that's not Boo. So there's two ghost bosses in Yoshi's Island. Which? What's the name of the one that's not Boo? I do not even remember. Oh, bummer. Like, at all. I do not uh, know. I don't know. And it's been a long time. I don't time. even think, yeah, I don't even think I finished that game. So I feel, uh, yeah. I think Tyler? it was, <laughs> I'm remembering like a ghost in a flower pot that blows you back and you have to run up and push the pot till it falls off the end. You remember what I'm talking about? No, man. It's been so long since I played that. The Really, the only thing I remember from that game is Mario's crying and Touch Fuzzy getting <laughs> Because that is like 
so many good references wrapped up in one one phrase. So I mean, I, I do not remember his name, but I think that's the other ghost, uh, Flower Pot Ghost. Flower Pot Ghost. <laughs> All right, we're locking it in. Half credit. Okay. Half credit. <laughs> Roger the Potted Ghost. All right. That's okay. <laughs> not Pops Ghostly. Not to be confused. Not to be confused. With the best ghostly. video game of all time. Right. Maybe, maybe uh, in the Coco, Mazel- please play that on your Twitch stream. The uh, the adventure of Pops Ghostly. Yes, it's a, <laughs> a, a, it's an official Just request. Look, look it up on YouTube. <laughs> it's an official request, and I hope it you is. have a VCR. Yeah, yeah you gonna, have to have a VCR. You're gonna need, you're gonna need one of those. <laughs> What's a VCR? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, I, it's one of those, I need to go back and finish Yoshi's Island because I didn't finish that game. Oh, did you not? No, I did oh, not finish it. Oh my God, it. I love it so much. Just that one though, I've been disappointed by every other Yoshi's Island sequel. You're not the only person I've heard say that. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. That's another timeless art style that's always going to be pretty. Yeah. Wields the great knife, proper noun, great knife. When seen walking, he drags it along the ground behind him. He's going to be a boss who wields the great knife. He drags Is this any is this any game? Yeah. Any oh, Yeah, gosh, it could be okay. any it could be any game. Cuz that I mean the great knife as a proper noun almost the, makes me think of soul caliber or something. Yeah. But but I know there's also I mean, I know it's giant knife, the giant's knife in all the Zelda games, but I don't remember having to fight a boss for it. I mean, I think that could, I mean, I'm also thinking like something like Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh. Great knife. Also, I know it's crazy to maybe like obsess over this detail, but he does say when seen walking. So that would imply. You have to observe, be able to observe him. Right. Observe him walking. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes me wonder, like, does he not walk a lot? <laughs> like, is he bedridden? Is he <laughs> Dale the whale? <laughs> it makes it like he's. An optional boss you have to run up to to trigger. Yeah. So you could watch him walking around. I don't know. I do not know the answer to this. Uh, is it, what's uh, the the nameless boss from Dark Souls? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Coco, are you good with that? <laughs> sure. That's great. All right. The nameless I mean, there boss. There is like a nameless boss. Better than what I could come up with. Locked in. Pyramid head. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yeah, pyramid <laughs> yeah, head. Pyramid yeah, head. You, got us. you got us. Sean Miller would have got that. Yeah. Next question. God, man. I'm, see, I've never even played uh, late enough into Silent Hill games that I've even seen Pyramid Head. This I've is, only seen cosplay of Pyramid Head. This is like the most anti-Dave quiz I think we've <laughs> ever gotten. Here is the next question. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> oh, gosh. Her ending is a tearjerker, brings cigarettes, and a handkerchief. Uh, I guess it's the the woman on the other end who gives Snake all their all his orders, like uh, like at a restaurant or something. Yeah, like he's yeah, a sh- yeah. when he's a short order well, cook. He, yeah, he has to work yeah. undercover to catch revolver ocelot in a diner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to give any because I metal no, I don't know Metal Gear Solid. Coco, at do you know any, any Metal Gear Solid? I don't know Metal Gear Sol- Solid at all either. Uh, who who made this quiz? Steve? This was uh, I have to have, have a little chat with them <laughs> 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 about making me feel like a terrible terrible gamer. <laughs> this quiz is by uh, Quizmaster Matt, who um, is always very worried about the quality of his quiz. Hmm, <laughs> 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 Metal Gear Solid. I'm trying to think of any. Is Raiden is Raiden a woman? Dude. I, I mean, not for Mortal Kombat, but I don't know. 
I miss Shao Kahn. That was one of the answers. So vagina snake, the female version. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Liquid, yeah, liquid snake. That's a snake. Yeah, I don't know. If that's I don't know <laughs> if that's a villain or a woman or I have, yeah the name of a game. I know nothing about Metal Gear Solid. I've yeah no I'm no help. All of these games so far I'm I'm just no help. <laughs> um, Lieutenant Girl. Lieutenant girl. Lieutenant girl. That's probably not. That's probably not right. So if I get lieutenant right, half, half credit. credit. Is there just? Is there a character like can? Uh, like I know. Psycho, but it's a villain, right. right? So. And I know everyone always talks about that Psycho Mantis fight. I don't know anything about Psycho Mantis. I don't like I don't know if that's a. Uh, a could be a woman. I don't know if that's. A smoker. It's a better guess. I mean, that's a shitty stereotype to call if there's a female boss and, and she's psycho. psycho yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. That's the honestly, that's like the only villain that I've ever, I've heard of in that series. But it's that, that's probably not right. I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, let's let's lock it in. All right, let's lock in this very wrong answer. It is Sniper Wolf. Sorry, Sniper <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> no clue. Never even heard of that character. Yeah, me, yeah, me neither. Uh, next question. What is a man? Oh, he's just a miserable ball of secrets. Exactly. <laughs> so, Dracula, lock it in. <laughs> yep. Is that what? Is that the actual question? Yeah. What is a man? It's in quotes. <laughs> yeah. That was. I feel like that was Matt helping us out after that middle. Uh, okay. Solid a question. miserable little pile of secrets. It is, in fact, locked in. It is Dracula. <laughs> Last question: The primary weapon of Anton Gerdo, the final boss of Siphon Filter. <laughs> Matt, could you hear me roll my I, I eyes? Ta- I tap out, guys. I'm <laughs> yeah, the primary weapon. I of, can barely think um, of what the siphon filter logo looks down. like. Yeah, right. <laughs> it actually sounds like something I would buy at AutoZone. I don't. I don't. This is no. this quiz is something else. <laughs> it's a toughie. I'll just reference Eddie Izzard and say Jeff, the god of muffins. I'm good with Jeff, the god of muffins. <laughs> Coco? I third Jeff the God right. of Muffins. Jeff the God of Muffins. Locked in. Ooh. Flame. Half credit. Jeff. <laughs> Half credit. Jeff the flamethrower. Uh, flamethrower was the answer. And thus concludes the Boss Rush quiz. Thank you mostly, Matt. How, yes, we, how, how many? Well, how many did you guys get? One? Oh, oh we're, we're a team. So we're, we're, we've got, <laughs> we got Bowser, we got Ridley, we got Hi, Ant. Uh, <laughs> we miss Shao Kahn. We got Cutman. Half credit on Roger the Potted Ghost. Mm-hmm. So we're at four and a half. We got okay, Dracula, which is five and a half. So we got five and a half out of ten. All right. <laughs> That's a probably better we than we normally seal do. Failed, That's but... over half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> F plus. <laughs> Thank you for taking that quiz with us, Coco. Uh, yeah, I deem Tyler MVP for that yeah. round, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent S rank, Tyler. S S rank, f- uh, f- still failing, still <laughs> failing. <laughs> well, if Coco and I had also been S rank, we would have been, we'd have aced it. That's true. Well, we yep, we're here. gonna have to talk to the <laughs> quiz master. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I think your quiz was wonderful. Don't stress out about it. Just keep them coming. We'll we'll get better at them, or we won't. <laughs> we'll study more. Yes, we'll study more. Right. Or you'll get better at writing them. You know, somebody's going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clarify that you're kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> any, any other thoughts on, on Cuphead? I think, I mean, I think that's it for me. Okay. Coco, uh, thank you very much for coming it. on. I'm telling people to play it. Yes, that's, please play that's it. That's my play last it. remark. 
Yeah, we really. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. It Thank was you. fun. Does I, it feel like it's been two hours? No, actually. <laughs> that's good. That's a sign of a, well, that's a sign of a when good I, one. When I was, you know, when I look at the, all the, I'm like, oh my gosh, two hours? Can I sit there and talk for two? I'm like, I stream for you know four to six hours a day. I was like, this is nothing. This yeah. is easy. Yeah, you got it. You got this. So yeah, tell us, um, tell us where we can find you on Twitch. Ah, Twitch.tv/CocoConfession. That's where you can find me. And uh, is there anything else that you'd like to that you'd like to plug, or in like any social media or anything like that? Or uh, it's pretty much the same across Twitter, Instagram. Um, I do have a website, CocoConfession.com. So um, it's pretty it's pretty consistent amongst everything. So if you search Coco Confession, you're going to be able to find me. <laughs> cool. Uh, I do recommend that everyone check out uh, Coco's Twitch stream because uh, it is very entertaining. And Coco, you're like like one of the most positive streamers that I think I've ever uh, had the the joy of meeting. Um, so I, I really do appreciate you coming on the show, taking the time to do it. Of course, I'm I'm honored to be a part of it. Thank you. Uh, let's see. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Uh, so don't miss the next episode. What are we going to talk about next episode? This is what we have on the books. We have Symphony of the Night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the on the schedule. Um, I need to talk to some people yep. to make sure that they can record. If they can't, we're going to have to punt and do something else. I say we go with um, Steven's Video Game of the Month. Oh, uh, the Retro Video Game of the Month yep. Club game. Will it officially be December when we record next? Because that is a December Oh, game. you're right. I think we just need to do Symphony of the Night. Okay. I've already talked to Josh. I've talked to Paul, uh, and I've talked to Kyle. They're all, like, in. I just haven't, like, finalized a date okay. and time and stuff like so that. Whoever so. can make it most easily, and we'll do it Exactly. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. we are planning on doing Symphony of the Night as a two-parter, uh, which I think it totally deserves it. And it's a long. It's probably the longest Castlevania game that we've yet to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it warrants it. Okay. Symphony of the Night, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Tentatively, unless everyone's schedule falls apart and then we will do something else. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to try to try and play it on the Saturn. Oh, wow. Nice. Because okay. I, I want to play as Maria. Nice. Yeah. And that's the only way you can do it, mm-hmm. from what I understand, is <laughs> playing it on the Saturn. Cool. I hope you can because I want to know what that's like. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty cool. Yeah. She, and like, because it's like Maria grown up from mm-hmm. Rondo of Blood. I didn't see her throwing around any dubs, but... That is a bummer. That makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hey, we have a pa- package from Link we didn't get to get to because we mm-hmm. didn't want to eat mystery meats with somebody who couldn't also enjoy the mystery meats. Right. But if you want to send us something, you send it to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Yep. You can also give us a call if you want, uh, 270-883-2555. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, We do periodically answer those voicemails. Um, And we actually just released a Patreon bonus episode where we take all calls. Uh, Brandon of Axelay fame was on there, and Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was a really good episode. It was really good to see Brandon again. Uh, The name of the episode is Stupid Vape Tricks, if that uh, (laughs) that that entices entices you. you. Uh, and speaking of Patreon, uh, you can find us there. Uh, we're patreon.com uh, slash tadpog. Uh, there's a lot of cool people uh, who, who donate to us. I actually have some uh, new people to thank. Uh, I know. Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue uh, recently upped his donation by a penny. <laughs> Riding that penny train. Uh, and then we've also got... 
Dylan Rice uh, is a new patron. Thank you, Dylan. I hope you enjoy uh, the bonus content. Uh, and Elliot Jones, uh, also a new patron. So, Elliot, uh, thank you as well. And uh, hope you enjoy the the stuff that we that we publish uh, exclusively on Patreon, except okay. for that one episode that we needed to publish on the the, the real feed. We're still going to get to the other shit. We're going to get to it. Yeah. Yeah, we do have we do have stuff that we need to post holidays. I think that'll be a lot easier once we get through the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have an Instagram, 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 Instagram. That is fancy. Yeah, it's better. But we have we have the British Instagram. It's called Instagram. Some people use Instagram, but we do use Instagram. We're elitist Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Tadpock underscore podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Just search for us. You can find us on Facebook. Again, just search for us. Uh, we do have a really cool Facebook group called Tadpog Nation uh, where we're organizing. Uh, Brandon Cates is organizing. Mm-hmm. I should not take credit for Brandon's hard work. Uh, he's organizing a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Tournament. So if you want to get in on that, join us on The Nation. Uh, Executive Bruiser Janie has our backlog on YouTube mm-hmm. as well as your uh, the recordings of your Twitch. Yeah, that's where the Twitch stream archive mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you want to check any of that stuff out, it's youtube.com slash Tadpog. Yeah. Um, our theme song is Moose by Sigmore Drive. Leave mm-hmm. that track from Thunderstorms at Tadpog.com. Mm-hmm. Coco. Yes. How would you like to close this show out? Oh my gosh, that's so much pressure. It is. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. That is so much pressure. I'm going with the flow. You okay. guys you guys do your thing. <laughs> Maybe I, Dave can sing for us. I have a, I have a suggestion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. uh, we could close it out as our favorite cartoon character. Okay. What do you think? Or, okay. or our oh, favorite no. devil. I was thinking <laughs> a, a, a barbershop trio. Oh, my God. <laughs> that combines. Yeah. All right. Barbershop trio. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Oh, oh, my God. Okay. So. <laughs> <clears throat> So until next time. Oh wait, we got to figure out who's doing what part. Okay. This is not going to work. Does anybody know what the parts are? The soprano's mm. one. Okay, alto uh-huh. and then baritone and bass, I believe. Okay, Coco, you do the bass. Yes. Wait, how? What? And also, oh, but we're a trio, so we got to figure out which one's out. I just want to add. Uh, if I could just add like eight more complicated levels to this, mm-hmm, that please, would be really cool. please, because you're already telling me more about. Barbershop quartets than I ever already knew. Oh, I don't even know if what I said is true. I was just I was just listing the saxophones that I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> you you guys are you guys are making me do one of my most feared things. Singing, singing, singing. Be, being part of a barbershop trio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. All right. So we'll all sing Tropical Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And you just pick. We'll just try to harmonize. We'll just do it on the fly. Okay. It's fine. <clears throat> so. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so bad. Um, okay. I think you should, you and Tyler, you normally say so until next time. I honestly think you should sing, you should lead us into that. You know, like they're like, Oh, so I'll I'll do the lead in, and then yeah. we'll all do. And then we'll all harmonize okay. on tropical. And I just copy <clears throat> whatever <clears throat> you guys say, right? Yeah, it'll be like um, I when I was a kid in church, and I would pretend to sing. It could be kind of like well, then no, then I actually, sing in front of church one time. No, uh, one like in time. front of church. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fifth Sunday, there'd be an entire singing service where you could sign up to sing a song. It's Tyler time. Yeah. How did it, you, it, I'm assuming it didn't go well based on your tone? Oh, well, it was Brendan Hawkins of Legend of Zelda fame uh-huh. and I, and at the last minute, my like six-year-old brother wanted to join us. Yeah. Stole all, all, really? that, go- stole all that godly thunder. 
I was thinking no that maybe... No one gave a shit about me saying it was all about Ryan. He didn't even know the lyrics. That fucking asshole. That's Griselda talk, Tyler. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> uh, I like to think that you missed a note and Ryan was like... Yeah, yeah I backhanded him in front of the entire church. <laughs> <clears throat> Pan pipes. I didn't do my vocal warm-ups. <laughs> <laughs> so, until next time... Tropical Capricorn. Nailed it. I can't. Coco, where were you? Go and do it now by yourself and we'll edit you in. Yeah, we'll we'll George Lucas Star Wars you into that one. But you do have to. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can't. I can't take part in that. I can't. I'm laughing too hard. Here, get close to the mic. So what's your name? Tina. What's your what's your whole name? Tina <laughs> Speak up a little bit. Do you like Cuphead? Yeah. What do you like about Cuphead? Um the um the um boss that I like is really um the um the the, the, I don't know what's the train called again. The train? With the oh, ghosts? The Phantom of the Express. The Phantom Express. Oh. All right. See, we didn't say that right the whole time. We just said ghost train. We just said train. But you knew yeah. what it was called. <laughs> Why do you like that so much? Be- because there's so many parts. You like all the different mm-hmm. parts? Mm-hmm. Do you like, which, who's your favorite, Cuphead or Mugman? Mugman. Mugman? Why yeah. Mugman? Because, because he always rings like me. So what is your... What, well, I mean, what do you really like about... What else do you like about Cuphead? Um, because... Uh, about because of the... Because of the lady, the princess, and it turns into the moon. Ah, yeah. yeah. Who Hildeberg. Is, who is... Who's Cuphead's girlfriend? Mugman. Yeah, I thought you said Cuphead and Mugman had girlfriends. Uh, um, the goal. The goal of the ghost. The ghost girl? What about that mermaid? Yeah, I love that. I love that one. Yeah. Why do you like the mermaid so much? Be- because he's so beautiful. Oh. oh. Who's, who's your least favorite boss? Who do you think is the worst? The worst one is the... Of the worst one of part of the the vein of the express is all of them. Oh, all of them. <laughs> King King Dice is pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Do you know Dave has a mask of King Dice? I do. I mm-hmm. should have brought it so you could see it. It's really cool. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Talk about Cuphead. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, are you on are you on social media or anything? Do you have a YouTube channel? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color? Pink. And, and, All right, everybody. Pink. And Check it out, everybody. Pink <laughs> and purple and red and turquoise and blue and and black and green and yellow and brown. Subscribe to all those colors. <laughs> Who do you love? Daddy. <laughs> and Ava. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Mugman, right? Yeah. And Mugman. Right, perfect. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Kenna Rose. Thank you, Kenna.